interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Rob, why don't you go ahead and start us off while we Will wait do. for Brandon? We are live after all, so may as well. <laughs> Hello, humans. We are back yet again with our 75th special of our DC review. And we're happy everybody's here to celebrate with us. With me today, as always, is Josh. Hello, humans. And my father, Tom Argall. Good afternoon, humans. And Welcome Brandon. to the pod, Tom. Hey, Great everybody. And Hello. Brandon will be with us shortly. He's still unpacking, but yes. he is here. Uh, so, yeah, this is exciting. I, I, we don't do this very often, but I'm excited to be here. Happy New Year to all the humans out there, and I guess a couple of robots, too. Just a couple. Hey. Not a lot. Uh, yeah, so we'll be doing a whole bunch of discussion, not just about DC Comics. We'll be talking about Marvel, movies, TV show, pop culture, hell, music. I don't know. Maybe we can get Brandon to listen to some Tragically Hip. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, anything you want to talk about, we'll be watching the chat. You just pipe up and we can communicate with you and we will bring it up in the live stream. So we're going to have some fun today. We'll be doing this for a few hours. Stick around and see what we talk about. But I think we should start off with some news because there was a lot of interesting things happening this week despite the massive holiday surge. As Brandon kept saying, DC decided, fuck it, last week of the year, we're just going to pump out everything we have left. Hey, so right. <laughs> what's just lying around get it yeah but marvel had like six books and three of them in continuity dc like no fuck, take all of it so yeah, yeah. marvel had six dc had 60 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's yeah. what it felt like anyway. yeah pretty much i think the I still didn't get to read yeah. uh swamp thing green hell i still i just it's been a busy week i did not have time for a 50 page book yeah i have that one um actually sitting on my bed right now amidst all the other crap that's strewn around but um my copy i literally i just pulled it out of my bag actually i'm pissed because my copy got bent like the back half is scratched so um you know it's this beautiful i forget the um actual proportions of it but um, you know, the, all the black label books are in this beautiful size and mm-hmm. it just sucks. Cause now the back looks like, you know, a dog tore through it. Oh man. Ah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. So none of you have seen, um, none of you, uh, none of you, you have read the, uh, green hell. That's what no. we were talking about. Right. Yeah. No. Not yet. <clears throat> Guys, there's, I, I, I swear to you on my notes. The only thing I could write for Green Hell was, dude, <laughs> it is seriously so good. And um, I, I mean, I, I tout Lemire doing the writing and the art all the time. Uh, but these two, uh, these, I forget what his name is now. Doug Mankey. Mankey? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Those two Doug were Mankey and David Barrett. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> amazing together. Absolutely amazing. I can't wait to actually crack into it. I just got into Detective Comics this morning. And Josh, you were right yesterday. That was, that was a good read. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. <laughs> 
Yeah, the quality is definitely going up. It's making me more excited for Shadows of the Bat. But before we get into all the, the books that we have to talk about this week, how about we start off with some news? Because there was a lot of interesting news this week, and I can only remember three of them. So I hope you guys have the rest. Uh, but one of the things that caught my eye yesterday was Peter J. Tomasi has announced he's doing a one-shot called Superman and Robin, going back in his fan-favorite characters of John Kent and Damian Wayne with Bogdanovich doing art. So I'm super excited Ooh, for that. Nice. I don't know if you guys were, but I was a huge fan of his Super Sons runs. All three, maybe four of them. I, they were just adorable. And when John got aged up, I was really disappointed we weren't getting any more of that. But Tomasi's found a way, and I'm happy about that. It's only a one-shot, but we'll see how it goes. Maybe there's more on the way. I'm excited for it. That that would be great. That would be awesome. Yeah. I picture John as as, as the babysitter now. He's what uh, sixteen, seventeen now. Yeah, seventeen. And Damien's still twelve. So About yeah, that. he, he kind of needs a babysitter. Maybe yeah. they go see a Disney movie. <laughs> I oh. don't see Damien doing well in a Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> I no. see a lot of y- y- yelling at the screen. <laughs> Uh, another thing launched this week that I'm super excited about. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet. Book of Boba Fett came out, I think, Wednesday. I did see that. My God, it's good. I've seen a lot of complaining on Twitter, but that's where complaining happens. It's on Twitter. Yeah. 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 But I loved it. I was a huge fan of The Mandalorian, so I was super excited for this to come out. And it's, it's not everything I was hoping for, but still the first episode. So there's lots of time. Mm. There's a lot of backstory to go in through. So that's exciting. We got, I think it's an eight-episode run. I could be very wrong about that. So it's going to be interesting to see where they go with that. Do they explain in the first episode why he's not Sarlacc Chow? Yes, actually. That, okay. was, that was one of the first things they go through. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it, but I did see, I guess, apparently someone um, like made this post on Reddit where... <laughs> Someone took the opening of the book of Boba Fett and compared it to the uh, Patton Oswald filibuster from Parks and Rec. <laughs> and apparently, it's, apparently, it's like beat for wow. beat the same oh, really? thing. And I was like, "Oh, I'm I, either someone I, I at Disney is a got fan. that idea. Uh, yeah, either someone <laughs> at, at Disney is a fan, or he had a, a hand in writing oh, the pilot man. episode. And Parks and Rec is awesome. Yeah, I, awesome. I saw that and I was like, "Oh, nice." They got to list Pat Miles Wall as an EP next episode. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. If he isn't already. Yeah. Um, and I shared it with the Not a Robot fam. In fact, I think I shared it with everybody here. Uh, oddly enough, on whatever friggin' website it was, Bleeding Cool, I think, uh, there mm-hmm. is a petition going around to reprint JL Avengers, JLA Avengers, however you pronounce it. <laughs> that'll be the day yeah i know it's uh, it's probably it's not gonna honor happen perez, it but, is to honor yeah. george perez and all the proceeds according to the, the petition they want all the proceeds to go towards him and uh cancer cancer foundations which i think is, is a very noble thing it's a great idea we just need disney and warner brothers to stop staring at the corners when they're in the same room and talk to each other they're not gonna. That's not, not gonna going happen. To. No. That's not. I, I could see no. Disney maybe. <laughs> if it if it did, hand, you would no way if it did, gonna let it. If it did, you would hear the collective scream of every single uh, comic vendor at every convention, just like 
an uproar because the price of their yeah. you know signed copies of JLA Avengers just plummeted like a yeah, signed copies it's, are still up there. Oh yeah, know. but oh, it's yeah. like you're you're gonna you're gonna uh, just gonna be like, oh no, it's yeah. not rare anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, still in in the in that sense. I mean, and I don't know about now. It's been a long time since I was in that part of the world with comics. But, uh, I mean, first editions are still going to hold their value more than reprints, right? Yeah. I would hope so, but I don't know. Somewhere in my basement, I've got the individual issues. Oh, man. See, that's been going for pretty penny now. 2006 or 4, whenever it was. Oh yeah, yeah two thousand three or four, I think. And I, I, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, I'm 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 doing my my George Perez cosplay today. I, I oh, saw nice. that. I, I, yeah. I like the shirt. Yeah, but, uh, in the corner, I've been I've been waiting to show this off for like a week. Your George Perez cosplay. You do. You have to shave your head and grow a white beard. <laughs> I wish. Um, no, I have I have the the pride and joy of my collection, which is my, oh, my yes. new Teen Titans collection that I've been oh. building basically for the past three years. And, um, it's I haven't pretty seen much every yeah. Oh my, the first, oh my god! I think forty issues of the original Teen Titans run before it switched the titles to Tales of the Teen Titans and then relaunched in nineteen eighty four and then. The quality of the book started to drop a little bit after that, so that's why I don't have that much. But uh, um, <laughs> no, I just I, I I love this thing so much, and um, it's it's like truly if if I lost everything else, I mean God forbid, but if I lost everything else in my collection, this is the thing that I would want to keep the most, just because it it means that much to me. Um, and one of them I actually have signed by George Perez. Not oh. I didn't get to meet him. I wish I had, but it, I guess someone else had gotten it signed. But um, no, it's it, it's it's all here. They're all here. They're all my wow. my special children. I love them so much. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't blame you. Yeah, Inclu- including this old, one. I I oh remember. God, look that, at that that wow. issue when it yeah. came out. Oh man. <laughs> I I really had to fight with the guy. It was at this small convention in in L.A. And I really had to fight with the guy for this one because I think he was trying to sell it for like fifty or sixty dollars. I managed to talk him down to think twenty five, because at that point it was like later in the day, and you could tell they were just trying to leave. Um, <laughs> the more no, you think, sell, the less you have to pack up in your van I know. to go home. Uh, yeah. But I, I think I think this was probably the hardest one. This is one that I, I think if I ever lost this one, I would probably cry. Um, this one is probably the hardest issue I've ever tried to score. It was literally just like checking because I, I basically was in a bid war on eBay. And I just had to check almost every single hour just to try and make sure I didn't lose it. But this is, I, as far as I can tell, an original copy of the first appearance of Nightwing. Um, oh, nice. That, that iconic God. page. Yeah. I was just like, this took me like a week of bidding and updating and checking. And it was just a pain in the ass, but I got it. So, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's uh, this is my, my pride and joy right here. The- that would be mine too, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless I had like Batman number one or something. Huh. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's. I mean, I have a number of white whales for my collection, but I think mm-hmm. the one that I just really love to get is, is something from the golden age. But they're so hard to find. They're just like unbelievably expensive. Yeah. Um, I think I tried looking for like a you know nineteen forty three or forty four copy of Detective Comics, and it's like unless you have ten grand to spend, yeah, you're getting exactly. a copy anytime soon. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I'm having trouble even just uh, getting my classic Green Lantern collection going, but that's mostly just because I can't find any of them. I know. Uh, so hard to actually, all the, the random issues in between, like not, not even big stories, just the little ones, you can't mm-hmm. find them anymore. At least all of my LCSs, they don't have a lot of like back bins. Yeah, I hear like, and I mean, I just, I wish there were more in my neighborhood, but I hear, you know, like people have garage sales or, you know, like clean out type stuff. And they'll just, they have all these old collections yeah. from their parents or whatever. And then they'll just, they'll like, just put them out because they don't really know what they're worth. And then you go through yeah. them and you'll find, you know, something gold. But yeah. um, if you want these, I'm just going to throw them out. Yeah, I okay. know. And it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> top of the pile, Amazing Fantasy number 15. I'll give you 10 bucks for right? that box. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that's just, that's exactly. I had that same experience, but with video games. I don't remember if I mentioned it to you guys before. A church trunk sale, like ten years ago. I walked by, and there was a lady selling a box for two dollars, and in that box was an NES, an N sixty four, about twenty games between the two of them. The light zapper for the NES, all for just two dollars, because she had no idea what she had in that box. <laughs> what? Yeah, so That's that awesome. that came home with me right away. Ugh. It's crazy. Here's we have the resource. I, and... I could be nice and offer you five, but here's the yeah. two box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all for charity, support the church or whatever. But hey, you said two bucks, I'll take it. That's all you want. I'm not going to convince you otherwise. (laughs) So another thing that keeps getting getting reminded uh, to me, at least by myself anyway, we are less than a month away from the return of a beloved comic book series that I know we've all read and enjoyed the hell out of. And that is the Captain Carrot. Captain Carrot and this amazing suit. I King Shut Witch. up! <laughs> no, no, it's not true. <laughs> oh, I was gonna s- say, man, but that's just the humor that we've conveyed over my yeah. thirty-one years of life. <laughs> no, it's Saga. Saga's coming back soon. Yeah, like three years. I... Finally. Oh yeah. Oh my god, we've all been waiting forever for this, and we yeah, less than a month away. January twenty-sixth, twenty twenty-two, we get a return to that beloved world. I can't wait. And she's all grown up now. Yeah. <laughs> At least according to the cover. We'll, but we'll yeah. see how old she really is anyway. She might well, be older. Hey, uh, Brandon, I What's did, that? just in case you were curious, I did just find the first appearance of the the Joker in Detective Comics. Did you? I did. It's uh, if you happen to have some pocket <laughs> change <Yeah>. laying around, <laughs> it's 13000 Four hundred dollars. Oh yeah, and thirty-eight easy pickup. Rated eight point five. That's that's uh. Eight point five for thirteen thousand. 
Holy crap. Uh, oh, I wonder God. how much a, like a nine is going for. There is one, uh, one, where did it go? There is one 9.4, one 9.2, and three 9.0s in existence. Uh, Holy shit. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's not <laughs> happening. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I just feel like as much as I may dream for it, there's no way that I'd be yeah. able to ever drop that much at once. Um, it's it's probably the reason, I mean, for, for as much as I've been able to build out for my new Teen Titans stuff, I'll never be able to complete that collection. Because there's one issue I'll never be able to find for a reasonable price. And that's the new Teen Titans number two, which is the first appearance of uh, Deathstroke. And everywhere yeah. I've checked, it's like... 800 900 like a grand like unless you know i have a friend who just really really likes me there's no way i'm like i'm getting yeah. so i'll just have to look at being incomplete for the time being. i will check my basement but honestly i just met you i don't know if i like you or not uh, <laughs> please I, I no honestly i i would prefer that you keep that because i feel like <laughs> if, if i have that i would definitely hold on to it i i found the uh part one to batman year two detective comics uh 575 graded 9.6 and it's 110 bucks oh god oh wow right <laughs> i mean it is year two but yeah still that's a pretty good price i would think nobody yeah. wants it though yeah <laughs> yeah that was um, Alan Davis art, if memory serves. Is that the one? Uh, or, you know what? I or was that yours? Right. Yeah. No, it's I, either, I think it's either Alan right. Davis or Todd McFarlane. I think it's not McFarlane. Mm. So those are the only go? two I know who are attached to year two. I lost it. Oh, there it is. It is. Yep, it's Davis and Neary. Right, yeah. Yep. And the, the guy in the red suit with a skull mask and the Edward Scissorhand swords. The Reaper. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so that reminds me, uh, we have a couple of quizzes actually ready to we go. Do. But do you guys want to talk about this week's books a little bit first, or should we jump into some test time? I've I've got I've got some notes on all the books, even the one ones we typically don't read, with yeah. the exception of Harley. I couldn't I couldn't do it, but um, <laughs> I do have a couple of things that I'm having a bad stutter day, guys. Um, I uh, I two things I'm really excited for, and I completely forgot, but um. Batman the Night is coming out in January with Chip Zdarsky and Carmine Di Diandomenico. Holy crap. <laughs> this, yeah. this is looking like it's going to be beautiful. And the second thing is, is I know Nico Leone is the interior artist, but I don't know who did that cover for Catwoman 39. But holy Jeff call. crap. He is great. Yeah. Oh my God, it's beautiful. Gift to Call did the covers to the Iron Fist series a couple years back. Oh, okay. so excellent. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, he is one talented dude. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he's phenomenal. All right. Yeah, that's a series well, I can't wait to get into. I don't have any news, but those were two things I was ready to boogie about. Oh, I'm yeah. looking forward to them. All right, Brandon, do you have anything caught your eye this week? I did not have any news. Um, I, I, yeah, I hadn't really paid attention to um, anything else that was going on. I, I don't know if there were any kind of like new comic announcements that are um, <clears throat> that that are important, at least that I know of. So uh, we all know. Well, Tom might not, but I have a very crappy memory because of this beautiful brain in there now, but. I had completely forgotten until Holly just told me about a week ago that she found out on Scott Snyder's Substack that my long-awaited, which is part two, is coming out. Yeah, no, yeah, oh. I sent you the little teaser a couple weeks back. Yeah, I, I think I obviously have the... for- forgot. <laughs> yeah, um, but I um... think I have the image on my phone. Wow. Um, and yeah. she just read Witches for the fir- first time. Oh, she's like, love that there, there, there is a part two coming up, so I'm really excited. And she <laughs> does, doesn't do that for comic books. That's awesome. <laughs> I got to finish that myself. It does look really good. And, and I'm a huge Scott Snyder fan. So, yeah. My advice read it like, after midnight on some really spooky night that's when i, I read it like <laughs> With, it was so weird but it could not have been more perfect i read it at like 2 30 a.m you know on some yeah. some random october night and it was the best feeling i mean it's horrifying but it's the best feeling yeah it's a- i would but honestly i can barely stay up past nine o'clock these days <laughs> oh you're old like me <laughs> last night i was crashing at 7 30 <laughs> that's why i was up at 4 a.m today I, I think I'm working. a little closer to you, Tom. <laughs> a little closer than Rob, anyway. <laughs> I am going to have a nap when we're done here, though. So. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. man. Yeah, nothing nothing too new, just like a little promo image, yeah. but still pretty oh, exciting. Is it Jock doing Very. the covers? It is Jock They're, doing the covers. Yeah, that's a beautiful yeah. cover. He does all the art, right? Yep. It's the whole team. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I can't have witches too without Jack, Jack drawing it. Yeah, no. <laughs> All okay. right. Well, I guess we're gonna get into tests before we talk about th- right. this we, this we week's can, books. We can do that for sure. Yeah. Um, I I have no idea what's about to come at me with questions from Rob and the librarians. So <laughs> yeah, I'm about well, to I look I, like I think, a I, I think I pulled back a little bit more in some of the questions because uh, I, I I read them the first time and I was like, this is really hard. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make this I'm gonna pull back just a little bit so it's not like just silence um well <laughs> let let let's see where it goes you might yeah. be able to bust out those yeah well I, I think i think so there there are definitely a couple in there that i would be disappointed if you guys didn't get especially with all the the jokes that we've made about some of these so <laughs> okay <laughs> i do want to ask um brandon how good is your memory because you and josh have heard this before but you two are the only <laughs> ones that heard it because the last time we live streamed, the sound wasn't working. So, 
Um, I, I haven't really changed much about it, but I figured. It's been yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's been a while, so right. we'll have to see. Okay. A, a quiz that you did on the last live stream. On the live, yeah, the last live stream. Bring it on, man. Okay. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> right. so this is a little game I like to call Villains, Marvel, or DC. It's a very simple, I believe it's 10 questions I wrote down, or 10 characters, uh, ranging from starting with easy to a little bit harder at the end. There are some tricky ones, and all you have to do is tell me if it's a DC character or a Marvel character. And upon the answer, I will give the first appearance and a little blurb about the character. So you guys ready to go? Let's do it. Definitely. All right. So first up, it's gonna start off real easy. We have King Tut. DC. DC. Yeah. I'm of... gonna say I'm gonna say Marvel. That sounds like a Spider-Man villain, but I don't. King remember. Tut is a is an old ass Batman villain. Yeah. Yep. When mm. I was a kid, my favorite Batman '66 villain. Oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, that is a DC character. First appearance in the comics was in 2009 in Batman Confidential. And as we stated, he was already all originally in the Batman 66 TV show. Uh, second up, we have Morlin. M-O-R-L-A-N. That is a Spider-Man villain. Morlin. So. Marvel. Yeah. I have no Marvel. idea. All right. Well, it is Marvel. I believe this was Trzinski's run, Amazing Spider-Man number 30, yes. 2001. And he lives on Marvel's uh, not very famous Earth 001. Earth 1 in Marvel is full of not heroes. Where his family travels the multiverse hunting people with spider powers. Third what is a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, third is, and this, this might be a little bit easier now because I think... Uh, this character has come up more recently in comics and TV. Rainbow Raider. <laughs> yeah, a good old Flash wow. villain. Yeah. That, yeah. I I remember the Hostess Cupcakes ad. With <laughs> <laughs> yes. But again, as mentioned, I'm old. So. <laughs> All right, well, that is, as Brandon mentioned, a Flash villain from DC. First appearance in The Flash, number 286 in ye old 1980. With yeah, Roy G. Biv was his name. If that wasn't obvious enough, he uses the color spectrum to commit crimes. And then Jeff Johns took that and ran with it something 30 years later. Yeah, that, that's how you know that was like a weekend job. Like, we, need a <laughs> yeah. villain. we need a villain by next week. Yeah. Come up with something. <laughs> I don't Anything. care. I don't care what it is. Just come yeah. up with something. Yeah. Oh, look, a rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that works. All right. Number four, Thane. T H A N E, Thane. Oh, I do. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to remember. So, yes, the Marvel. Because <laughs> yeah. I missed this one last time mm. and I, I wanted to. Yeah, that one got. I was surprised that one got you. I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, that was an, another one I've never heard of. So yeah, well, just being a big Jonathan list. Hickman fan, I was so disappointed in myself. <laughs> it's fair you don't know Josh is a very recent Marvel character. I don't oh, know the recent. last time you read Marvel. Mm. Uh, recent, like the last ten years. The uh, last time I read Marvel was Moon Knight and the Death of Doctor Strange. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Prior to that, probably probably eight or nine years yeah fair enough yeah 
Well, his first appearance was New Avengers number 10 in 2013. He's the son of Thanos and an inhuman because Thanos sleeps around. Yep. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> A lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so number... He's trying to five. bury his feelings for Deadpool's girlfriend. Now, who's, who's sleeping with Thanos, though? I mean, come on. Everybody but death. You yeah. gotta have some standards, <laughs> ladies. Come on. <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't number these, so whatever. Next is Big Wheel. <laughs> that is another that, Spider-Man. That's Marvel. One. Yeah. yeah. Marvel. I'm getting right. hammered here. <laughs> big Big Wheel, and I want to say, um, like Teacup Swarm are are like. <laughs> Two of my favorite, just I can't believe they came up with that Spider-Man. There, there's a lot of I can't believe they came up with that Spider-Man. Yeah, again, I think I think again that was another like weekend job. Like, uh, <laughs> like spectacular racer. Spider-Man's coming up. We just need something, anything. I, I so just bought my son a big tricycle, big wheel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. perfect. So you yeah. can drive around in a giant wheel. Yeah. My son hates Cause, these. Cause that's convenient. Bro. That could be a villain. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it is Big Wheel from Amazing Spider-Man number 183 in 1978. He drives a large metal wheel equipped with guns and metal arms. And I just can't understand the logistics of how the arms aren't just spinning constantly. Yeah. Uh, I think that next... was David Michelini script, if memory serves. <laughs> I think it was his era. Yeah, I forgot to mention, we, we have a second library on the... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I did not prepare you for that. We had two libraries like coming up. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in so much trouble. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. Uh, so next is, and it's starting to get harder now, typeface. Uh, typeface. Type DC? That's one of my favorite ones because it yeah. sounds like a go either way. I, want, it, I think it sounds DC. like like a Grant Morrison or a Garth Ennis kind of character. It does. Like a so so with that in mind, I'm leaning more towards DC. Brandon, you you got a smile. On I'll, face like I'll, you know it. <laughs> oh no, I have no clue. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it sounds silly enough to be either. So you guys have already guessed DC. I'm just gonna say Marvel. We'll see. All right. That's the thing about these characters, and oddly enough, most of them are either Spider-Man or Batman villains because those two just had the wackiest fucking yeah. galleries. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this one is no different. It is from Peter Parker Spider-Man number twenty-three <sighs> in the year two thousand. Yeah, wow. that, again, that, that sounds like yeah. Now this this was a very very weird one when I was reading the bio. He's a veteran of the Vietnam War, and he became a vigilante after being fired from the sign shop he worked at and used the giant letters to take down muggers and then Spider-Man. Oh, that, that got a lot more serious than I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> I was just expecting some guy with like a I, I had to read that a few times on his just to make sure I was reading it right. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh, now this one, Brandon, I'm honestly expecting you to get this one, man. Lock up. Oh, yeah, no, that's a Batman one. It's a, a Batman animated series one, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And that is, yeah, that is true. It's a DC 
first comic appearance was Robin number 24 in 1996, originally made for the animated series and made his comics debut shortly after. Uh, I, I didn't hear the name on that oh, one. It was Lock Up. Lock Up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he he basically builds traps and he's into <laughs> locks. Yeah. I, I guess so. <laughs> um, one of my favorites right now, the Penny Plunderer. The pe- oh wait, penny Plunderer. One that oh. could go either way. <laughs> penny Plunderer. The Penny Plunderer, a one cent bargain bin villain. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm is, I'm gonna is, go DC on that. I've I've never heard of me this too, I, but but I'm thinking DC. Probably yeah. Batman during Morrison's run. If, oh man, that does sound like a Batman villain, but I don't know, so I'm gonna guess DC. Yeah, I'm I'm old. gonna go with DC too, only because of the giant penny in the Batcave. Okay, so <laughs> one of you is extra correct. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it the penny in the bat cave it is dc uh yeah he is basically the reason that batman has the giant penny in the bat cave that is <laughs> it's not a two-faced reference it's the penny plunderer the character time forgot because this character is the oldest one on my list from world's finest comics number 30 in 1947 and i think he had two appearances after that maybe and just disappeared like the canadian penny he's gone for good uh so this question is the answer is the name of the villain the dc i think that one has to be obvious at least to me yes (laughs) i I didn't i didn't never i've never heard of it but there's only one logical person for me to go up against against that person so i'm saying dc wait what was the name again the answer oh (laughs) in the late 70s early 80s on uh, the dc um, bulletin page the, the the letter page house ad bs thing that they put at the back of books uh one of the editors bob Rosakis, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, was the answer man. It was ask the answer man, and people would write in questions and you know, does Ralph Dibney's penis curve to the left or whatever? And he would have the answer <laughs> based on whatever story. <laughs> Just as an example. I'm so sorry. I I was reading Justice League 184 and I was really loving it, but I just I could not. I could not get through the story until I had an answer to the question. Does this <laughs> right? Yeah. I need to know now, or I cannot continue to read the series. <laughs> but so, so for me, the answer and answer man—that's DC editorial in the late seventies. Okay, I'm thinking that is an arch nemesis to Vic Sage. The question yeah. that makes sense. And, and Brandon, yeah. what were you saying? I'll say DC. Okay. Um, I feel like that would, I mean, maybe it could be like for a 60s question, but I don't know. I feel like even that's a little too hokey for a question. You have a villain named The Answer. But I could see it. 
Okay, so this this is very interesting because that that's actually a Marvel character. Oh no! Uh, yeah, this this one is from Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man number ninety-two in nineteen eighty-four, and the answer has the ability to come up with whatever power is necessary to resolve a given situation. Mm. But I I love where you guys were going because when I first read, it, I was like, that's got to be like like mm. a partner to the Riddler, but a villain to the question <laughs> makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, it's like right there yeah. <laughs> I don't know, that, that, that feels just like so on the nose it makes me blush like <laughs> well I mean yeah. we have a giant rabbit called Captain Carrot Yeah, <laughs> on the nose is kind of what comics do yeah. the, the, the question's arch nemesis is the informative response <laughs> because obviously yeah. the answer was already taken right, by yeah. Marvel so they couldn't do that <laughs> And the last one is might be my actual favorite because this is the trickiest. Gog. Oh, that is uh DC. both. Yes. Oh yes, DC. yes, yes, you're right. It's both. Back in Spider-Man <laughs> villain. Yeah. Kingdom come. Well, this went very different from last time because we all said DC last time. <laughs> yeah. But it is Marvel, and yes, it's an amazing Spider-Man villain from number 103 in 1971. What I found interesting about this is Gog in DC was the hero, Magog was the villain, and that's where the trickiness was supposed to come in. But yeah, technically, Gog is in both Marvel and DC, respectively. Albeit very different, because Gog is just a human with big muscles in DC and Gog and Marvel is some weird dragon looking thing. So yeah. that's, that's back when that. uh, Spider-Man still had six arms, right? I think. Amazing oh, 103. It's been months <laughs> since I actually looked at yeah. the the covers that came with this. But yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it was right after they introduced Morbius. Oh, oh he's awesome. That, uh, that famous <laughs> movie-toting villain. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey. I'm all for Morbius with a with a movie, but quite in frankly, of all the Spider-Man villains to get a movie before, I did not expect Morbius to happen before. Like, no, any other. Not even remotely. <laughs> uh, hopefully, hopefully, it won't end up with Suck him it. as a Spider-Man villain. That's what I'm hoping. I would much yeah. rather see the anti-hero, uh, dark cold side of mm-hmm. Mo- Morbius. Yeah. yeah. Maybe teaming up with Ghost Rider and oh man, that, that would be, be awesome. awesome. Yeah. Hopefully not the Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider. Just keep the No, I don't need to see that again. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it once and I don't need to see it again. <laughs> All right. Well, that is my quiz in my book. Y'all are winners. Every single one of you. I want to say that's not quite true. I definitely (laughs) got my ass kicked here. (laughs) Here's your participation trophy. (laughs) Well, hilarious, man. That was uh, I was very feel good, but unfortunately, this next round of trivia is is not quite. This is pure competition. Everyone oh, out shit. for blood, so it's <laughs> every man for themselves. Oh, Better do your best. Uh, <clears throat> now I typed up a little guidelines for this. Um, as a, as a former quiz bowl 
player. Uh, I, I kind of went a little overboard, but we will be operating on the quiz bowl rules. And if you're unfamiliar with them, I'll explain them here. I'll be reading the props below, a series of questions related to comics, characters, and history. You will each have an opportunity to raise your hand while I'm reading the prompt and answer the question. If you raise your hand before a certain word and answer correctly, you will receive 15 points. If you raise your hand after that word, you will receive 10 points. If you answer a prompt incorrectly, you will receive a neg, but will not be deducted five points, which is how it's normally played. But I won't do that because I'm nice. Uh, you will have 10 seconds to respond to the prompt once I have finished reading, and you cannot ask for help or use any outside sources. With that, let's begin. Are you guys ready to go? Uh, <laughs> put the phone down. I, I, yeah, no, no cheating. Put, no put cheating. it over no there. there. Uh, there we go. All right. Are you, you keeping score, Brandon? I will be keeping score, yes. Excellent. Um, Excellent. Actually, wait, hang on. I have to switch to my phone now just so I can watch. <clears throat> who raises their hand first i don't know if there's a, like a raise hand function here oh there is, there is. oh that's oh, perfect is? where yeah oh yeah oh, i didn't even notice raise the lower hand. i thought i thought we we're just gonna have to go like this is it visible? That makes my i just clicked it a lot easier. are you able to see it oh Can that's I see it? yeah or that's... is it only for the host uh no it shouldn't be you guys have a hand sh showing up on the bottom yeah in the middle yeah yeah, so yeah. yeah. Rob... Rob would like to speak, is what it says when Rob clicks the yeah. button. Right. So, so yeah. whoever oh, clicks, oh, okay. whoever clicks anyway. that, it's going to sh show who got it in first. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. Okay. Then we'll have to see. You guys will have to be fast with your hands. Right. Yep. Keep it hovered over the hand, guys. Yes. <laughs> All right. Are we good to go? Yeah, Ish. I think so. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers on buzzers. All right. Question number one. This publisher, founded in 1989 by the former editor-in-chief of Marvel, was restarted in 2012 by Dinesh Shamdasani and J... Oh. Valiant. Damn it. That is correct. <laughs> 15 points. Jim Shooter. Oh, all right. Yes. <laughs> so we don't have to wait to the end of the question. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me make sure I'm... I was like, oh, that's... <laughs> all right. Tom right. gets 15 yeah. points. <laughs> All right. Okay. Question number two. Created in 1994, this character is one of the prominent non-superhero characters with his own expanded universe, often focusing on standalone horror and mystery stories. This character rose to even greater prominence after two film adaptations by director Guillermo del Toro in 2004 and 2000. Oh. Hellboy. That's correct. Yeah, that's 15 cool. points. <laughs> right, I guys, had to wrap step my it up. brain for that. And as soon as you started that's saying, <gasps> I knew what it was. <laughs> I know. I figured I was going to have to wait to the end until I said Mike Mignola, but exactly. you got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Number three. Beginning his career writing Millie the Model for DC, this writer later transitioned to writing for Marvel, replacing Stan Lee on The Avengers. After some time on various other Marvel books, he was prominent in spearheading the first comic adaptations of the Robert E. Howard sword and sorcery books like Call the Conqueror and, most prominently, Con oh. Yeah. Roy Thomas. Yes. Damn, Tom. <laughs> oh, man. Come on, guys. Step uh, it up. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm this guy knows his shit. <laughs> man. 
All right. If, if you Brandon guys want to play, you, you know, you're, yeah, I know. Like, you're more than I mean, welcome to. You just got to raise your hand. It's just me and Tom here. <laughs> Brandon and Tom are n- n- now co-librarians. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question number four. Starting as an editor on books like The House of Mystery, founder of this publisher, Karen Berger, would continue editing the mystical books of DC's catalog, like Swamp Thing and Animal Man, that would later be a part of this publisher's catalog. Karen also played an instrumental part in facilitating the British invasion of the night. Vertigo. Correct. Damn. I was like, this is DC. <laughs> but yeah, Vertigo. Well, I, I didn't I didn't know whether to call it a publisher or an imprint. An imprint. I didn't really know how to define yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of um, threw me off with, with, with publisher. It, it, okay, it, it did technically yeah. have like its own kind of separate website and logo yeah. and everything for a while. So I wasn't sure if it was a different publisher or imprint. So, but I'm, I'm glad you, you picked up on that, Tom. <clears throat> All right. Number five. And I was hoping that everyone would be able to get this one because we talked about him quite a lot. <clears throat> Born in Essex County, Ontario, this cartoonist rose to prominence in the mid 2000s after. Jeff Lemire? That's correct. <laughs> Come on, guys. He, he he no idea how, he, how much we emphasis. talk about Jeff Lemire being in Canada. <laughs> I, I know. L- L- Lemire started out as a cartoonist yeah yeah Yeah. no wow i did not know that arguably his most famous early series is essex county which i love i had it when you said essex county okay i'll sit back yeah (laughs) i know i didn't even i didn't even i didn't even i didn't even get to say like you know animal man or frankenstein agent of shade i was honestly hoping even take it for a little longer but uh, <laughs> all right all right question number six created by martin adele and bill finger in 1940 this character also patrolled the streets of gotham but oh oh wait yeah. wait wait i, I don't know i don't know no. I, I saw i think not a robot josh first so you want to take a guess i think that it's um vigilante no. Damn it. Nice job. <laughs> um, sorry, I saw Rob, did you buzz? I did not. Okay. I, uh, I think I, I did, but I was thinking entirely wrong, so no, I don't no. have it yet. All right, finish um, the question. Yeah, well, in normal circumstances when you neg, everyone misses the question, but I'll just keep going for the sake of it. Um right. so where did I stop? Uh he rose to prominence after Judge he rose to prominence after joining the Justice Society alongside the Flash and the Spectre and was among the first Golden Age characters to reappear alongside their newer Silver Age counterparts. Pretend... Our Josh? man? No. <laughs> For 10 points, name this prominent Green Lantern oh, whose yeah. ring had a... Uh, Rob. <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was debating if because I couldn't remember if that was his first appearance, but yeah, Alan Scott. Yes. Yeah. I'm so sad right now. The only <laughs> uh, so you tried. Your I twice. I tried twice. <laughs> All right. Question number seven. Another native to Canada and penciler on Hulk. And this is why I said I looked back and I was like, I have a lot of questions about Canada in here for some reason. <laughs> Another native to Canada and penciler on Hulk. This cartoonist, who is not John Byrne, gained prominence after illustrating Batman Year Two as well as the amazing Spider-Man in the late 80s. He's probably... Oh, shit. Never mind. Oh. I remember the damn colorist, but not the oh. pencil. 
Damn. He's probably most well known, however, for spearheading the creation of Image Comics in 1991. Uh, yeah. McFarlane. Yes. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <So close>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Question at a number... clear disadvantage with all these Canadian questions. <laughs> <laughs> Question number eight. Created in 1965 in issue 60 of The Brave and the Bold, this team of teens gained their first solo series the following year with the lineup of Wonder Girl, Robin, Aqualette, oh. Teen Titans. There we go. Tom, you did not have to let me get that. (laughs) (laughs) It seems the polite thing to do. Which is another way of saying the Canadian thing to do. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question number nine. Created by Steve Ditko, a prototype of this character. I don't... That was a weird way to phrase it. A prototype of this character was created by Ditko, even though I already said that, known as Mr. A and was inspired by the works of Ayn Rand. The question. Yes. I did not know it was inspired by, by Rand, though. That's oh, yeah. yeah. Ditko was very much an Ayn Rand. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was surprised to learn that history, especially with all yeah. the you know, 60s Marvel stuff. Um, but yeah, all right. Last question, and... Rob, if you don't get this, I'm going to kill you. Because <laughs> I wrote this question just for you. Oh, no. Um, known for her work on Birds of Prey and Secret Six in the 2000s, this creator is quite well known for her sense of humor, both in comics and her online presence. Oh, Rob? That's not... Oh, wait. Oh, damn it. No, I think no, I think Josh had it first, because I was, uh, I was, I was clicking, sure? and then my finger didn't raise. I, I did see your name first, though, so oh, I'll yeah. give it to you. And I'm really hoping I'm gonna, I'm really hoping I'm reading this right. <laughs> I'm gonna be so embarrassed if it's wrong. Gail Simone. Damn yes. <laughs> but, but even even though you did get it right, I'm just gonna finish the rest of this question because okay. I wrote it just for you because I'd never heard of this in my life. <laughs> um, this oh yeah, she gained recognition in the early 2000s for coining the women in refrigerators trope and began her oh, career writing Simpsons comics. Though she may be primarily known for her work on characters like Black Canary, Batgirl, King Shark. Catman, she's probably best known for her Twitter feud with fellow writer Tom Taylor. For 10 points, name this writer who is most certainly a bear. I wrote that just for you. And I almost wanted you to get it to the end. but I'm You didn't you write that for Rob. You wrote that for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've never heard of it until Rob said that there was apparently this whole Twitter war between them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He it's thinks it's a bear. It's all up in the, all up in the comics, all over... Twitter it's it's gotten to the point where her her Twitter bio says definitely not a bear guys (laughs) so I I I got to the last question I was like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna have fun with this I'm gonna write this one just for Rob follow-up question who was the original woman in in a refrigerator that would be uh, Kyle Rayner's girlfriend Alex DeWitt um yes Alexander yeah (laughs) I don't know the details yeah. Who put her on the fridge? Yeah, that that, that was horrible. That Poor Kyle. Uh, major, major force. force. Yeah. yeah, I know. Oh my god, what a horrible villain! 
Yeah. Yeah. We all know it should have been Kyle folded up in that refrigerator. You shut your (laughs) (laughs) mouth. Already getting trapped on the live action series. Doesn't need to be in a refrigerator too. And he's not dead, damn it. He's not dead. Totally alive. He's thanks for the backup, twenty eight fourteen. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) that is uh, all of our our prompt toss-up questions so we have one more lightning round and then i will let you guys go um so these will be fast quick questions do we have to raise our hands still um you guys can just shout it out all right (laughs) Uh, i think i think i think we're we're done keeping score at this point Considering um, Tom annihilating Oh, come on, come on. You can battle for, you know, the silver medal. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, who can be second? Well, I mean, right now, it's it really is kind of a toss-up between Rob and Josh, so. Uh-oh, it's on, punk. All right, this is going to be coming at you fast, so pay attention. All right, number one, name this writer of Witches and American Vampires. Scott Snyder. There you go. Number two, name this character created by Jim Starlin and featured prominently in Avengers Infinity War and End. Thanos. Yes. What year did Barry Allen first appear? 
It might have been. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. It's not everyone was just bad, like, but it is ridiculous. Everyone was just like, "Oh, <laughs> you're clearly <laughs> on something." Who 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 did it? I was, I it's some remember. indie guy. I have it on my Spotify. Yeah. One sec. DJ Mom's Basement. DJ. <laughs> Please don't tell me that's right. <laughs> um, did you find it, Rob? It, it's. Uh, right. It's Final Laugh by Daddy Fat Snaps. Daddy Fat Saps or Saps? Snaps. Snaps. Oh, I've Snaps. never heard of him. Like, yeah. No. He's very indie, but there's a whole bunch of people on this as well. It's not I mostly one. listen to independent rap, and I've never heard of that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think I it might be the only rap on the fan in album. I think it was just a fan rap. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Daddy Fat Snaps. <laughs> All Daddy right, Fat Snaps and the Batman who laughs. Yes, number five. Name this writer of Hawkeye, Immortal Iron Fist, and Sex Criminals. Matt uh, uh, oh, God yes. damn it! <laughs> <laughs> well, we still keeping score at this point, so you can just shout it out. You, Sarah you Nacho Gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what year Sarah did Beatty. Dick Grayson first on the mantle of Nightwing? Nine eighty one. Oh, I was oh is okay. He close. took my answer, so I'm gonna say nineteen eighty three. So close. Two. Nineteen eighty two. Nineteen eighty four. Yes. Ah. Um. What year did Jason Todd die? This one you should know, Josh. Ninety two. Uh, hold on. No, Nightwing showed oh. up in ninety four. So. 90... 89. 86. 91. Rob has it. It's 1989. It. Who replaced Batman during Nightfall in 1994? Which one? Oh, that yeah. happened more... Uh, there was Azrael and Nightwing both stepped into the cowl. Well, immediately after. Nightfall kind of means, you know, that it would be Azrael. Like, like, but yes. Right <laughs> yeah. Then, then, then there's the prodigal i think it's called when nightwing is actually batman for a little bit um name this writer of the and this one was just for me of uh, the 2020 <laughs> smash hit the many deaths of layla star rom v yes that, that one was literally just for me uh, that uh, uh, so i love that book man. <laughs> <laughs> i was like i don't care if anyone gets it i would just no, put it in I, I might be the world's only fan of blue and green anything he <laughs> does independent is just amazing oh yeah all right and our last question how many members were in the original justice league from 1960 and i said extra points if you can name them all Five. There was Green Lantern, Flash, Wonder Woman, Martian Manhunter, and Aquaman. And six, Wonder oh, Man. You're close. No, Wonder, <laughs> Wonder Woman. Wonder yes. Woman. Wonder Man, Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. That was the last yeah, Wonder one. Woman was in there. She played the yeah. secretary. Yeah. Yep. Wait, so you said... Sorry, which ones did you say? Green Lantern, Flash, Martian Manhunter, Wonder Woman. Mm. And I'm trying to remember that cover where they're all turning into trees. Oh my uh, god, what is it? They're all turning three into more. trees. Oh, three more. In the original lineup of the Justice League, there yes, were in the eight original members. lineup of the Justice League. No, seven. Seven. 
Oh, seven. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. So you have Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Flash, and Martian Manhunter. But which three are you missing? <laughs> uh, Hawkman. Superman um, and Batman. That's two, but who is the last one? Wait, which one was two? Superman and Batman. Superman Super- and Batman. Hawkman, wasn't it? No. First seven. Oh, the, 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 fa- the fact that he's left out feels like it's just, it's it's almost a joke in and of itself. Uh, <laughs> I'll give Jimmy you a Olsen. hint. King of Atlantis. I did say Aquaman. Yes. Did Aquaman? Did. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Oh, I did not yeah. hear you. I was like, Fair oh, you enough. literally <laughs> forgot Aquaman. No. How could you? No. I could never forget Aquaman. Yeah. No. But yes, yeah. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Flash, Aquaman, and Martian Manhunter. Apparently, Green Arrow, the Atom, and Hawkman wouldn't join until later because they weren't cool enough. Wow. I could have swore he was on the original team. Surprisingly, no. But Snappercar was. Well, he wasn't really on the team. I guess he was like a mascot or something. Yeah. <laughs> so bonus, which I mean, point points for Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I need more damn points. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you guys want your score count or? Oh uh, yeah, I, I want to put all these points. I'm running out of score. All right. So at, I'm, and I'm sorry to to have to like put people on pedestals, but this is how it all laid out. So in third place with ten points, we have Josh. Can you give him a round of applause. <laughs> ten points. I got one question right. <laughs> yes. Awesome. All right. In second place with our silver medal, our resident Green Lantern fan, Rob, with 20 points. Woohoo! Yeah. It's okay. Guy Gardner was always better than Hal Jordan. <laughs> All right. Hey. And let me just make sure my math is right on this. Um, but in first place with 95 points, <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Damn, Tom. What the ass, my you man. You got a lot of powers. Oh, wow. You got a lot of powers. Yeah. Wow. I, I won 15 points. I once quizzed him on just snippets of an image of art from any book, and he named like ninety oh, percent of the artists. Well, and now I'm kind of like, like mad because I I had an earlier version that was a little bit harder, and I'm almost wishing I brought it just to see. Maybe 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 this was too easy. Maybe I should have given you more of a challenge. Yeah, that's why you got to yeah. load all your stuff into OneDrive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take it with you anywhere. <laughs> oh well, yeah, th- thanks for the ass whooping. Yeah, fun. no. <laughs> All right. Um, before we get into talking about this week's books, I was, and I think I kind of got a general idea of where Brandon and Rob are, but like, if you guys had to pick three people to be your absolute favorite superheroes who would they be uh how are we defining superhero uh prominent comic book character that has had their own connected universe or in in any universe just a prominent comic book character that is not a, a side character Okay, because no. I don't know, because every every time someone asks me who my favorite hero is, I give them the weirdest answer, and it's Spider what? Jerusalem from Transmetropolitan. <laughs> it's my favorite. He's my favorite hero. 
Um, but if we're if we're doing like superheroes, then I can pick some other ones. <laughs> All right, now I'm curious who who you would who else you would pick. So yeah, just superheroes. Um, well, why don't, why don't you guys go first? All right, I'd I'd have to narrow it down to specific eras. Mm -hmm. um, oh, interesting. Like decades. Uh, writer artist. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Um, Moon Knight with Doug Mensch and Bill Bill Sienkiewicz. Ah, uh, yeah, there you go. That's that's a classic run. Fantastic stuff. Very 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 moody. They they did so well with that series that Marvel said we're going to give you the Fantastic Four, and they lasted like three issues, and it sucked <laughs> because they weren't the right team for that. It's like getting. Uh, Clive Cussler to write Harry Potter. It's just not <laughs> what they're good at. Um, Grant Morrison's Animal Man. That was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, going a little more obscure here, uh, The Machine, Mitchell 100 from Ex Machina. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's a God. deep cut. Very, very near and dear to my heart. Next. Uh, Rob, what do you got? I mean, right off the bat, my heart screams Green Lantern, Flash, and Green Arrow. But, hell, nowadays Flash is kind of a little low. Who else is green? I don't know, Savage Dragon? <laughs> I don't know. Ambush Bug. <laughs> Ambush Bug is... Terrific choice. <laughs> now, nah, nah, Green Arrow and Green Lantern have always been two of my tops. I love the fact that Green Arrow is just a guy with a bow and he saves the day constantly and he doesn't need to dress like a bat. So, oh hell, for that record, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, and Hawkeye. For the exact wow. same reason. Yeah, good old, good old Hawkeye. Yeah. I think it's no surprise that my favorite hero of all time is Batman, of course. But if I had to pick two others to put next to him, it would absolutely... See, I can't pick Nightwing. Damn. So... All right. Batman. Moon Knight. And I guess I should have thought of my answer out before I asked that question. Uh, <laughs> Batman, Moon Knight, and probably the question, Vic Sage. The superpowers of a mask forming over your face count as superpower? No. <laughs> well, he's a crime fighter, so. Yeah. Yeah. Hawkeye and Green Arrow have no superpowers. I don't know. I mean, hitting a target 300 yards from where yeah. you're standing with an arrow is pretty close to a superpower. It's, it's, <laughs> it's skills with a, with a Z or a Z, as you said. There you go. 
<laughs> oh no so we have not, not Rob calling it Task again. Force Z all the time uh, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to C as you so incorrectly put it all the uh, time wait, <laughs> we, we reached out to the creator and Matthew Rosenberg himself who he said, it's, said it was Task Force Z he said it was Task Force Z unless they were in Canada yeah, I'm. I'm talking about the letter itself. Yeah. Did you reach out to the creator of the letter? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that I have his number on speed dial. Like, yeah, we can look it. for him on Twitter. Uh, I'm yeah, sure he's. Yeah. I'm sure somewhere. Hashtag Zed. Zed's dead, baby. <laughs> uh, not not to bring a sour note on this. Uh, holy holy shit! So no, tweeted no, no. ten minutes ago by TMZ. Sorry, TMZ. Uh, <laughs> uh, Betty White has passed away. Oh, oh no. Yeah. That is not okay. That is not okay. Damn it, 2021. <sighs> you had, like, so little time left. That... I blame Legos. <laughs> I can't. I'm right there with you. You know, that whole age zero to 99 thing, and they were cutting Betty out? Fuck that. <laughs> 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 right? Fuck. <laughs> nah, that's a damn oh, shame. oh man. Yeah. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Indeed it does. So here's to Betty White. <laughs> the best golden girl. Yeah. All right. Every time one of the other golden girls died, she was engulfed in light and queen music started to play. What's happening now? <laughs> uh, poor Betty White. She was a great comic. Mm-hmm. She was funny mm-hmm. as hell. And filthy. Wonderful. Oh, God, filthy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she could yeah. make a sailor blush. Mm-hmm. She's been in show business almost as long as it's really been a thing. So Yeah. Yeah. And one of my favorite bits of Betty White trivia, she is actually older than sliced bread. Yep. (laughs) So sliced bread is literally literally the coolest thing since Betty White. (laughs) 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 Oh, that sucks. You broke my heart in the middle of a happy time. Yeah. Wow. All right. So do you guys want to Talk, talk about this week's books. Not before we hear Brandon's top three. Oh, oh yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah. Brandon, I want to hear. Almost, this. almost got away. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, it's taking yeah, advantage of my bad memory. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's hard to narrow it down to just three because you feel like you have so many comic characters that you love, and just when you think you've narrowed it down, you can think of five more, but. Mm-hmm. I'm replacing um, the question with Aquaman, by the way. Aquaman. <laughs> oh man. Um uh, I guess if I had to choose my top three, it would probably be Nightwing, Spider-Man, and Superman, honestly. Just pure superheroes. Um, those three are my favorite. Um, but I'm I'm gonna steal from Tom a little bit and give an honorable mention to a, a specific team. Um, and that would be, you know, Superman written by Grant Morrison in any capacity, because it's always, you know, at mm. least for me, it's always going to be something really special. 
I'm a huge Morrison head myself, man. <laughs> I I get into just about anything that cattle will write. Of course. Yeah. Even, even Green Lantern. Even, even Green, Green Lantern, Lantern, which which everybody people, hated. <laughs> everyone was like, but you know what? It's I mean, honestly, I think it's gonna be like action comics where everyone was like, uh, what the hell is this at first? And then you know, however many years later, they're putting out an omnibus for it, and everyone's like, "Oh, it was actually pretty good." Like, I think, right. I think in its time, it will find a new audience. Yeah. It'll just, it'll take a while to get there. But yeah, no, it was like, I remember walking into my LCS to pick up. I think it was the tenth issue, and the guy who was selling it to me was like, "Really? Are you sure you want to <laughs> buy this?" And I was like, "Yeah, I love it." And he's like, "Oh, okay." Like All right, one more well, week I mean, and it's going in the ninety nine cent bin. I know, honestly. I was like, I don't Damn, know. I, did, you... I didn't realize it was like people were like that sour on it, where they're just like, yeah. Do you like they were actively trying to tell me not to buy it? Usually people want the sale, but right. Uh, I, I I enjoyed it and I, I love Liam Sharp too. Yeah. Yeah. Um oh yeah. Phenomenal. I was just artist. I mean, you know, the art on season one was phenomenal but season two i think they just like really tried to experiment and it was just it was amazing um but yeah yeah i Morrison know writes, writes big there's yeah. so many moving parts yep. that you gotta big. keep track of and it it's it's not as easy to keep up with it when when you're doing month to month oh yeah right. you gotta That's wait true. and get Especially the trade and then you can read stuff. Read and you know enough for it to make sense after you know the mm. fifth issue or whatever. All oh, right, this this relates to that that was mentioned in one panel five issues ago. Yeah. Right, I get it now. Then yeah. then there's this like r- random character that shows up and it turns out it's from some indie western yeah. comic from 1936 yeah. and it's like yeah. you're awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I hear he just kind of goes back and literally reads everything under the sun, like any yeah. any yep. piece of you know, say Green Lantern media or Batman media, any kind of appearance you can find, he just reads all of it. And has yep. a comprehensive knowledge that you can just pull from. So yep. you, you say I'm alive. a library. Batman is like a <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Egyptian tomb. I'm almost like positive thousands of that scrolls. Grant Morrison may be an artificial intelligence at this point. Like he's oh, no, transferred I, his I, consciousness. I think, I think <laughs> a lot of people have speculated he's not of this world. I don't even he, mean that in a derogatory way. Like, he's just like, if you told me that you decided to transcend this plane, tomorrow i'd be like yeah that makes sense i'm not really surprised that sounds like something you would do yeah scottish just, just let me just let me know when you come back down. Really. yeah <laughs> yeah just just let me know when you come back down and you're you're writing again but yeah if you want to transcend go ahead like i'm i can't really be surprised at that no not at all have either any of you guys read super gods I did. I read it last summer, actually. Um, and I, I think, I, again, it was just because, you know, it's it's one thing to kind of read comics and then kind of switch it up to prose. But I, I just I'd really never seen him like write like a full book before chapter to chapter like that. And it was it was it was amazing. I like, just the I, way that he describes history is like unlike anything I've ever seen before. His, his um, and, motivations, his yeah. inspirations. Uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know. Process. It was like, it, it made me want, and this is weird, but it applies to me as a history student. Just, it made me 
want Grant to read all of my textbooks and then rewrite them. So I wouldn't have to read the boring textbooks. I could just read his versions that are a lot more interesting and like have colorful descriptions and that sort of thing. That would be cool. Uh-oh. I would, Can you guys I would, hear me? I would that. Yep. Oh, yeah, you're good. Okay. All right. It was, it was a really cool book. Getting mm. to – you think you're getting inside his head when you read one of his books, but it you're not even close. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, to hear to... that his love of superheroes came from being racked with fear his whole childhood – I mean, I, yeah, I can't it. imagine. I mean, yeah, I'm, you know, obviously I'm not of that era of, you know, fear of the, the bomb and, and nuclear destruction. I guess it's still kind of a part of us, but not nearly to the degree it used to be. But yeah, right. it just, it just, yeah, it really kind of makes you like examine a lot of his, um, his superhero stuff in like a new light as you kind of see this almost appreciation for what they can represent in the face of that fear. Yeah, you just, yes. you can tell that shit it it just means so so much to him yeah and i think you could probably say the same thing of wolfman and perez um snyder yeah uh geez a rom v i think he probably one of the newest ones that i could say that dude bleeds on the page uh yeah, there's there's so many. Who are your favorite create creators? And any we're gonna any be age. here all day. Yeah. Any, <laughs> I have, I have a age. list. I have an ongoing list, and it's literally like a hundred deep. It so is, who's it your so? It is so long. It is so long. Who's your um, top five? Oh, I can't. That that we were talking about impossible. Um, no, I think I think you know I struggled with it for a while. Um, but I, I'm really interested to hear what you your guys' top five would be. But I think, at least oh, at for the, me, top of my list is Bendis and Rosmo. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. everybody right knows up there that's with uh, Tom King, of course. Uh, yeah, uh, favorite writer. <laughs> I remember Josh told me a story about how he flew all the way to uh, Baltimore Comic Con to see Tom uh, and get his his signed copy of both uh, Batman, Strange Adventures, and, of course, uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. It's a book I actually like, but... (laughs) Uh, You know what, though? Um, I I can't stand Supergirl. I I couldn't stand his Batman run except for maybe the first three issues. Um, I, I, I didn't like Rorschach. I, I I haven't liked anything he's done lately, but I am digging Human Target. Well, we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> we will see how long that lasts. I'm, I, you know, I give everybody a fair shake. Uh, these guys, I don't believe, still read Justice League, but I still read it whenever yes. it comes out, even though I hate it, just because I am hopeful. <laughs> I gave up. I gave no up. I think reason. I got to 69, and I was like, yeah, no, this is it. <laughs> well, let's see. My where did I put my notes at for Justice League? Ah, the story still sucks. The Justice League is going up against the Royal Flush Gang, who stole the fortress of Solid 
sol- solitude. I think someone needs to give Bendis a piss test. <laughs> well, it's ending after 74, so at least it has an end. Um, yeah. Which is now, nice. I, I will say one well, positive thing. To answer your thing, question. Before, before, let me hit oh. Justice League real quick because you might not believe this. I'm not a Phil Hester fan. Me and Brandon have kind yeah. of butted heads on this, but this oh. is easily... I this is the best art I've ever seen Hester do in this issue of Justice League, at least in my opinion. You should read a book called Family Tree. It's Jeff Lemire and Phil Hester. The art is, or sorry, not the art. The story is is it's okay. Like it's not. I wouldn't say it's his best work. It's like kind of a solid family horror story. But the art is really good. Like I was kind of surprised how well Phil Hester took to horror. Um, so yeah, family tree. That just does not seem like it's in his wheelhouse, but I'm going to not at all. And when I saw that, I was like, that seems like the most bizarre choice. It feels like it wouldn't work because his style is more suited for like a green arrow. Yeah. But it it actually works. (laughs) Yeah. It it works really well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking, because I, I, I flipped through Justice League, and I was feeling, I'm not the biggest Phil Hester fan. I don't hate it, but I was thinking, for some reason, I could see him doing a Martian Manhunter story, but horror-based Martian Manhunter story. Mm, and I think that work. would fit really well. Yeah, I I could see that, yeah. But going through, through, through the Justice League uh, issue, knowing it was Bendis, I had to double check because I thought it was uh, what's his name, Michael Wavon Oming. Oming, yeah. <laughs> no, wait, it's Hester. Okay, but yeah, yeah. Not, I'm not. No. I'm, I'm not an Oming fan either. It's it's hit or <laughs> hit or miss for me. Yeah. Like some of his stuff is just great, and then other times I'm like, what in the hell is this? Yeah. Midnighter was fantastic. I think. I I I don't know. I, I, like I, it. I think he's solid <laughs> yeah. with Midnighter, but I don't know. I just I think with with um Michael Avonoming, I just I associate him so heavily with powers yeah. that mm-hmm. every time I see him in anything else, it's just hard for me not to think of that. Like mm-hmm. I think he drew an issue or like some pages in Young Justice once and I was like this just literally just looks like powers. Like I, just, I can't even, I can't even divorce it from my yeah, mind. His, his, his style. I wish I could. Certain stories. And, yeah, and, yeah, know, and I think it works yeah. really well for powers. But it but then there's work. other stories where no, no, he got the job because he's a name. He's, hey, mm-hmm. look, look, we got this guy on this issue, and he doesn't belong there. Yeah, you know, that's why I just you know the he did the Midnighter Annual and I was like, uh, the story was fun, but I just I don't know how much it worked. Um, but anyway, to answer your original question, I, I don't know if I have a top five right now. You might have to come back to me on that one, but I know at least for number one, um, which makes sense because we've been talking about this person a lot. But I think I think after a while, I, I ended up settling on Grant Morrison just because their work was the stuff that I would come back to pretty much the most yeah every time i would want to reread something it was usually you know uh, a work from morrison so <clears throat> and that that work it just means a lot to me personally it's uh, i think i heard someone describe it once as it's probably the best description i've ever heard um and it was the embodiment of pure creative expression which is basically like whatever whatever creative impulses i have i'm going to go for it which 
sometimes maybe a little too much, but I think for me at least, it's it is the most true you can ever be to the stories you want to tell. Where it's just I have a creative vision and I'm going to you know uh, execute it as as much as I want to, and and you know real who really cares how it ends up turning out because it it it's what it means to me that's most important. I'm like that is that is awesome. Mm-hmm. What about you, Tom? Um, Brian K. Vaughn. Okay. Excellent choice. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's done so many amazing things and just built them from nothing. You know, okay. Okay. I got this, this, this little idea. He finds a perfect artist to pair with him or an editor finds a perfect artist to pair with him or whatever. And and oh no <laughs> they, they they just link their their brains no and, um, and build something that's fucking beautiful uh, I, yeah i just brian k vaughn is is amazing i think that's a phenomenal choice and i i don't know i, I don't want to interrupt you but i just every every time i think <laughs> of brian k vaughn he's a sweetheart but i just have the funniest story well i mean funny to me because it just made Go me feel like such an asshole <laughs> um, because Brian K. Vaughn, back when I was living in California, Brian K. Vaughn did a signing at my LCS. And he's a really nice guy. I mean, the line was at the door and it was crazy. It was it was basically, they were celebrating the, the saga going away party. It was, and you like, called them a guest. No, <laughs> no I, I didn't, but I did something <laughs> that I, I looked back on and I was like, I'm, I'm so embarrassed. Um, and it was so um, in 2001, um, I guess... DC was having a bit of a transition with their Batman writers and they were giving a couple of newer writers like a chance to kind of step up and do some new stuff. And two of them were Brian K. Vaughn and Ed Brubaker. Um, Basically they were trying to see which one would get the job writing the Batman title full time. Um, It ended up going to Ed, but Brian did three issues, three issues, which I had found recently at a dollar bin at that store. So naturally (laughs) I thought it was a great idea to bring those issues to Brian to have him sign. Um, and the first thing he says is, oh, yeah, I remember writing these. And I was like, yeah, it must have sucked when you didn't get the Batman job, huh? Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, I wanted to take it back so bad. I wanted to take right? it so bad. I was so embarrassed because he was like, yeah, <laughs> but, you know, I was able to go on and do Why the Last Man, so. Oh, yeah. right. and I was like, oh, but I wish I hadn't fucking said that because I couldn't think of anything else to say. Um, but no, he was, he was a real sweetheart about it. And, you know, you could tell he's moved on. He's done Saga at this point, so he doesn't really care. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah. Why the Brian Last Man Saga? That, those are amazing. Hey, remember that time when, you know, you failed miserably? <laughs> <laughs> Right. I thought you put in a good effort. Can you sign this for me, please? I know. I was just like, oh, well, you know, it sucks that you didn't actually get it. I mean, yeah. But, yeah no, did you still have the dollar bin price tags on the? Uh... I, I actually, I actually, funnily enough, I actually did um, take off a couple of them because they were in sleeves and they basically said yeah. like a dollar on them. And, yeah. I was like, um, maybe that would be in bad taste if he saw this in a dollar sign. But obviously, it's not in bad taste to tell him. Sucks that you didn't get the job, huh? Um, but yeah, no, he was, he's a real sweetheart, and he signed it on the cover, which is really nice. Cool. But That's I, awesome. I, felt like, I felt like such an asshole. 
Then I took his pen and stuck it in his eye. I know. I was like, why did I say that? Like, I, I don't know. I would just I would get really nervous like meeting, you know, someone that you kind of respect and, and you don't really know what to say. So it's just like whatever pops into my head is coming out. I hate it when th- that happens because it's yeah. usually never something good. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, no. We can fuck around and talk you'll get me talking about the time I saw Brian Azzarello and I was trying to be too cool for school. And it was really, it was really cringe. This would be a good time for me to shut the hell up. Uh, yeah. Oh God, I'm still talking. <laughs> I know it's Why really just like that. It's like I can't. I like I can't even stop myself. The words are just coming out. Um, but yeah, Brian Kevon, excellent choice. What about you, Rob? So I've got a list of people running through my mind right now, like oh. more notable people. Like Scott Snyder, Tom Taylor, I I love Tomasi, but the one that's coming through is just a childhood staple of mine, and I'm sure Brendan will appreciate this one. Is Paul Dini? Oh, yeah, he's yeah. awesome. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Really I underrated run on Detective Comics too. Mm-hmm. I haven't read a single thing from him yet that I haven't enjoyed mm-hmm. the hell out of. That is very or seen. I mean, yeah, you know, all the episodes of Batman the Animated Series that he yeah. directed and wrote are just phenomenal. And some of those to this day are just still so dark and deep. For a kid's cartoon is just oh. so adult. I was watching Peter Clyde with my girlfriend the other day, and it was literally just like this was for kids? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> like, yes, Clayface has like this dramatic death at the end where he's like mm. screaming and shifting and changing faces. And I was like, yeah, this aired on on television yeah. for children to see. <laughs> Not cool, man. Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't pick a single creator. I have to pick <laughs> a creative team. And it's it's not only are they a good team, but when they came in and they did what they did, they affected nearly the entire publisher, in my opinion. And though, like Rob said, I have, I fanboy the hell out of Tom Taylor, out of Jeff Lemire, who Lemire and Lemire would be my second creative team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but um, I I can't. Th- th- think of a better creative team than Wolfman and Perez when they yeah. came together and did what oh. they did. I mean, yeah. just yeah. Uh, the whole DC, I mean, DC became good again for me. Those, yeah, not even the, just you know, Titans, but Crisis, Crisis and, yeah. I mean, yeah. all the other books that they were a part of, Perez and, and Wolfman separately, they're just amazing yeah that's 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 (laughs) the kind of like dynamite thing it's like not only are they great as a duo but they're also great apart you know right with i mean a number of titles um and and of course george perez basically creating the modern wonder woman mythos just yeah yeah they're phenomenal absolutely and i hear they're both lovely people to meet at conventions especially george perez he just yeah. has like apparently just has a lot of fun with his fans and stuff and I that's feel, why i really wanted to meet him i feel bad about all the health problems yeah, yeah. I've, I've been following his <clears throat> the, the, the facebook post that he does just oh. about 
how it's going and so on. And it's constantly about how awesome the fans are and thank you for liking me. And it's, it's just, just amazing. You know, yeah. his, his attitude towards it all. Yeah. He's, you know. I mean, he's like brand, like Brandon said, he's, he's got a reputation for just yeah. being a good guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I mean, I'll, I'll give it to everybody says, uh, Brian Michael Bendis is a wonderful person, but oh yeah, no. Apparently he's a, he's a sweetheart. <laughs> apparently he is like a sweetheart in interviews and at signings. He doesn't charge or anything, and he's just like super genuine guy. But so the dude but, has been living off of residuals for 15, yeah, 20. Come on now. You, I, you I, think, I think I, I think I learned. I think I learned, Congrats. especially. Um, with Tom King, because I would, I, I mean, again, like there's some stuff that I really love of his, but I would, I would listen to a lot of interviews with him, and he's like, he's such a smart and well-spoken guy, super nice, super genuine, very knowledgeable, and then you would read his stuff, and it's like, okay, that stuff's still true, but why don't I like this? It's like, <laughs> like, it, it, so, so I was basically just like, okay, I need to, I need to get it in my mind that yes, they're very nice people but that doesn't necessarily mean I have to like everything that they do. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I would, I would almost like retroactively, I, w- I would almost retroactively start to make books better than when I had enjoyed them, when I would listen to them or I was like, Oh, maybe Batman wasn't so bad. Or eh, there were some parts of heroes in crisis that I actually kind of liked. And I was like, wait, where did that come from? Oh no. Right. It was just from hearing him speak. Cause he's such a, a nice guy. Yeah, no. They're, so they're, I just like I was like, all right, I gotta I gotta divorce it for yeah. The 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 first I'll say hot take the first half of Heroes in Crisis wasn't good because uh, you didn't know where it was going. That's yeah. The I, final I issue that really there were individual the scenes. Or yeah, yeah. I still I still think that, there are parts well, this of the story that are salvageable. Yeah, and then salvageable. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, like the, the bare bo- the bare bones of the story, I still don't think like that is terrible. Like, mm-hmm. I, if you if for me again, the one thing that I would have changed is just instead of and it's kind of grim, but it would have worked. I think um, instead of having it be you know the superheroes that get killed at Sanctuary, make Sanctuary a place for people who have experienced you know trauma around superheroes, like almost like civilians, basically like. You saw, you know, Superman and Mongol level of block in Metropolis and it made you go insane and you, well, not insane, but just like you cracked up. And so you went to a place like Sanctuary where you felt like you could talk about it openly. So I would have, instead of it being for superheroes, I would have had it be for civilians. That way they have a place where they can decompress and talk about it. And then the tragedy is that even in their supposed safe place, they would get killed. You could just like I, I feel like there's still parts that you could salvage and tweak and make it better, but that that um, would be I, really dark. You're basically talking yeah. about survivor counseling. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's why I was and like, and then you send my, my in concern a was just killing the room. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's dark, dude. That's, that is yeah. dark. I I wouldn't change it that much. If we have to have it, I would just have it without the death. There was so much potential with the general idea of heroes having some place to go mm-hmm. and it was a realistic idea heroes would need counseling too 
but it's not like Dick Grayson can walk into a shrink's office and bitch about how Blockbuster won't leave him alone. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I think the I I think the idea was good, but everything about it afterwards just, sucked. Yeah, the execution was lackluster. And then again, I think they were just relying way too much on shock value and you know the exactly. whole who's gonna mm-hmm. die. And I yeah. remember there was like a DC previews magazine they were handing out, and there was literally an ad in the back who was like, Who's gonna die? And it was all the characters that people oh, you yeah. know loved and thought were gonna die. It was like Tim Drake, Kyle Rayner. I don't think either one of those were in the book, but they were just doing it just to kind of mess with people and make yeah. them squirm. Um, Roy Harper and Booster Gold. And so it's just like they were relying way too much on the shock value of we're going to kill your favorite heroes and not really explain all that much. Right. And I mean, at this point, literally anyone who reads comics doesn't, they, none of us look at it and say, they killed him. Well, he's never coming back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at how fast they they brought back Roy Harper. Yeah. I was shocked at how fast they brought back Roy Harper. I hear he's they're a, uh, killing um, Logan again because it worked so well the first time. Yeah, uh, and he'll be back in, a, in yeah. another six issue return of Wolverine event. Yeah. <laughs> so this, this uh, actually speaking of which, apparently Disney is having. Closed door meetings with Hugh Jackman and um, uh, Hugh Jackman, and I can't remember what his name is, but Clint Eastwood's son. I didn't even know Clint Eastwood had a son. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what the hell's it? I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name. I can't. His last name is That's... Eastwood. I can't rem- <laughs> remember his first name, but I'm I, sorry. I, I a while ago, I read that they were having closed door meetings with him, and right, th- that Scott. Warner Brothers was having closed door meetings with Keanu Reeves, who, unfortunately, on the last few talk shows I've seen him on, uh, where he's th- there to talk about the Matrix, he's been asked a couple of times if there's any other franchises he would like to go back to in. I've seen him say three separate times, Constantine. Constantine. Yeah. Oh boy. I hope there's no Shia LaBeouf. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. That was not the right casting choice. Not by any stretch. Yeah. Yeah, The the movie wasn't horrible, but Keanu was an odd. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm talking about Shia LaBeouf. I wish yeah. we would have had <laughs> a just, blonde yeah. British oh, John yeah. Constantine. Yeah. yeah. Well, they but, have um, what's his name on the? Well, they had the Constantine, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan yeah. I think yeah. he's great. I thought even I though. Him. <laughs> I mean, if anyone here is from from England, I don't think like otherwise no one will care. But even though some would say he's not authentically British because I think he's from Wales. He's Welsh. So. Oh, yeah. yeah, he does he doesn't, he doesn't have the proper Wales is part of Britain. He's just not English. Yeah. He's not yeah, English. Yeah, he's not he's not, he's not the yeah. proper English as yes, as John exactly. Constantine should be in the eyes of many. But otherwise he's like picture perfect and well, um, I mean, John he's a hell of a lot closer than Keanu. 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Constantine even, speaks even with, Cockney. You know, the, 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 the Canadian yes. connection, we still have the Queen on our money, but you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I mean, I really liked that first. I know it got canceled, but I, I really liked the Constantine show that they had. So did I. Just kind of made me I'm... wish that they still had the supernatural shows, you know, kind of going on. I'm still holding out hope that one day somebody's going to pick up season two. I've never stopped believing. I mean, it's he's never still going on to like happen. Legends of Tomorrow, right? Yeah, but I, so. I'm saying the actor is. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I, I mean, it's not happening. Maybe. <laughs> no. Every so often I, I get reminded of that last 30 seconds of the final episode, and I'm like, uh, fresh in my memory. Yeah. yeah. Um, the his his angel buddy. His last line says, "I am the Bukaria," and oh, that was it. Uh, but I ate see? that show up. Yeah, it's no, always- I was excited when I when I heard that he was going to Legends. Yeah, yeah, and then Legends immediately decided to start taking LSD. So- <laughs> So well, they, the writers it, it, just it, it, all it, got together and said, you know, fuck it, we're going to have fun. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's like in you a know, good they, way or in they, a bad they way. They collectively stopped giving a shit. A good yeah, way. I mean, Doom and, Patrol yeah. is like, you know, oh, like an LSD trip, and yeah. that's fun. Doom, it's, okay, so it's fun in a different way. It's it's on CW, so obviously oh. it doesn't get dark. It just gets weird. Now the last the last season that I watched had them um, traveling through time, landing on an island full of Vikings and fighting a giant blue bear or kids toy. (laughs) (laughs) But so it's it's crazy like that. Woodstock, yeah. The, oh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> I forgot. I mean, that about was season that. four then. Yeah, they just said, okay, whatever ideas you got, we'll use them. Yeah. <laughs> there are no bad ideas in this room. Yes, yes, there are, but we're going to use them anyway. Yeah, yeah. Literally all of the creative talent came in. from Med uh, Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, who's read some books this week? Oh, no, I didn't read anything. I, I have read a couple. <laughs> <laughs> what ones did you guys get into? I was really into, I want to say TTA, but that's just because I hope we're getting closer to the Red X mystery. How about you, Tom? You read anything this week? Uh, I read uh, Justice League, but we've already beaten that to death. <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. Now back to our program. Um, well, I beat it up all the time. <laughs> what did you think? It's all it's it's always good to have more than um, one opinion. Yeah. Bendis's thing is digging out obscure characters and bringing them to the forefront. That's that's how uh, Luke Luke Cage became cool again and True. got his own TV mm-hmm. show. So I, you know, he kind of looked look, looked around and it's okay. Who who doesn't get the respect that they don't deserve anyway? The Royal <laughs> Flush Gang. Let's bring them forward. <laughs> and let's have them do something really ridiculous and spectacular. And it's not within 
their ability. No, you know, they, they stole they, like, the fortress as, of solid. Yeah, as as characters, they've done nothing to suggest that they're capable of this. Maybe they're just yeah. they're they're really trying to enterprise lately. I don't yeah. know. I've not read the last three issues of Justice League. Because I, I was thinking this about the Royal Flesh Gang when I was watching the the recent Flash crossover Armageddon, and to me, and. I, I think this is true. The Royal Flesh Gang is like the wrecking crew. They're the team you throw in when you <laughs> when you kind of have a story yeah. and yeah. you just want like a, a quick and easy villain to start you off. Right. And that's the team of villains you go with. Because the wrecking crew are like the same shit. Maybe even worse than the Royal just, Flesh Gang. At least the Royal Flesh four, Gang have elegance. Four of them on 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 on, on the Flash. So. Yeah, they didn't have Ace for yeah. whatever reason. But, they couldn't know. find someone big enough to, to play the part. If they had King, yeah. was like perfect for Ace, but then they wouldn't have had a King. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's CW writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Well, <clears throat> uh, uh, did any of you guys get into action this week? Yeah, I mean, oh, I, yes, I, yeah, I, I did too. Yeah. Oh my god. I read everything save for um Green Hell and uh Aquaman the Becoming number four. I just haven't had the, the time yet. This is traveling. Uh, <clears throat> but... Aquaman the Becoming was kick ass. Oh yeah. It was, it, really it was great, man. It has taken such an upswing. He okay, Jackson's got like all this. Con- confusing fa- family be- beef. Jesus, let me try that again. Confusing family beef. Um, but he he's becoming very very decisive, and I know that this is an- another thing that Brandon and I butt heads on. But I am really hoping to see him act actually be- becoming Aquaman. And I think that what I saw in this book is a very big step toward that happening. Mm-hmm. Very big step. He's walking away from his mom. He's walking away completely from the Black Manta idea. And he may be walking away from Zebel. So it's it's gotten kick-ass. Like, I gave this book an 8.5. It was It's so good. So good. Nice. Yeah, no, I uh I haven't gotten a chance to look at that one, but uh um that and, and Green Hell I'm excited to get into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you've you've got to read it, man. It's really good. And you get a you get some shocking information about Jackson's mother. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah Action really, Comics was phenomenal, guys. It was tied on the story. Yes, as per usual, Action Comics has been amazing. Amazing story, amazing art. It's, okay. it's very much painted in, into a corner, it seems. And I, I I love when stuff like that happens because you've got one of two options. You can pull something amazing out of a hat and say, okay, yeah, yeah, he's going to die, blah, blah, blah. But then this happened and no one expects it and it actually makes sense in context. Yeah. But that's a yeah. crucial part. When it that is. doesn't work, you end up with things like Frankencastle. Frankencastle <laughs> <laughs> was kind of fun, and it's just, I, yeah. uh, It was, I mean, it's, I don't oh, well, what, 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 what the hell is this? And, uh, right. but, right. but I don't think we're going to have a Frankencastle 
with that, it's 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 not going to go that that far off the rails. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think we're looking at a very clear, defined, decided ending to this, and I'm all kinds of happy about. I just had lunch delivered. Hey, (laughs) was that wife dash? Yes. <laughs> yes, it was indeed. <laughs> That's um, what I call it when Holly brings me food. <laughs> Do you call it that when she can hear you or Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. She she's under the, she she's she's completely cool. She knows that she is literally the best sandwich maker. It's not a slam. <laughs> uh uh, hey, um, if you guys have all read action, who is that monster-looking dude at the end? Is is he just a war zoom? Because he doesn't look familiar to me. I think he I was the war zoom in the previous issue that was the only one that failed at beating the shit out of somebody. And uh, then Mongol took his, his rage out on him and said, okay, you failed, right. I'm going to kill you, but later, for now, go to the prisons. And now it was like uh, okay. maybe thinking there's hope. I was looking at at him th- th- think, thinking maybe he's Etrigan's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he looks a lot like him. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Not that that backup story though. What did you guys think of that? I'm I'm not, not sure what's going one. on with these the, the the backups in there. First the uh, yeah the, um, <laughs> what's name Bibbo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The tales from Metropolis. Yeah. That was that was and a then, really long ongoing saga. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. the Guardian thing was a little interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that, that's the strong word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and now, now with 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 the John Jones, the Martian Manhunter thing. Again, I'm getting the feeling they don't quite know what to do with this character. Exactly. <laughs> well, I guess they're kind of bringing him back to his roots a little bit because I know he was he yeah. used to be a backup character in Detective, but yeah, um, I, that was I, I don't back. Know. I think I read the first one and I was like, "This is kind of weird," so I kind of skipped it this week. I'll get to it yeah. eventually. But well, the, that last page, I'm interested, and in. I'm very excited about that because that's an old ass character they're bringing back, and I won't spoil it yeah. for Brandon. Uh, Maybe he, maybe, uh, maybe there'll be something. Um, that's not enough necessarily to redeem the story, but I <laughs> I, I I love reading Martian Manhunter as a detective, and this is well, he's not John Jones detective. He's definitely trying to solve some mysteries. My big question is what the hell's going on with these other cops that yeah. are seemingly dicks, but or at least one of them <laughs> is, but. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm very interested in the Martian Manager stuff in this. I, I love seeing him be that detective style. I think it's a a neat story, but it feels just kind of mostly tip of the hat stuff. Uh, bringing back two big villains from the past for him. There there doesn't seem to be any kind of consequences happening in this book, which is what I need in a Martian Manhunter story, I yeah. need it to be deep. And th- this just feels like popcorn and that's not right for him. Now, if we could have got a, like a three issue arc 
outside of a backup, maybe they could have yeah, done exactly. more with it, but fleshed it out a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Backup Not features bring... tend to feel like filler. Yeah, exactly. That's, Some can be that's pretty not fun, fair to but... you know the characters that deserve a real story. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. So, some can be fun if they're just JLD. Something. Yeah. JLD yeah. and, um, you know, some of the, um, some of the backups that have been in Detective that I've kind of enjoyed. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, usually they're, they're just kind of like whatever. You don't really need them. Kind of unnecessary. Now, the punchline backups st- 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 started out good, but I feel like they fell off too. That's going on too long. That one, it is. It's just crawling. Mm-hmm. Um, now, for me, Tales of Metropolis is exactly what a backup should be. It's just a simple story. It's not a prominent character. It features somebody like a B or C tier character, or the C or D tier character, and it's something that if you don't read it, you're not really going to miss anything. But it's there if mm-hmm. you want to to have some fun. I think that could have been a really cool digital only sell it for for 99 cent ongoing story yeah i would have i would have bought that once a week 100 because i love those characters Mm -hmm. but you know like 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 uh, tom said it's it just feels like filler yeah we said okay we we, we've added page count so we can charge another dollar so we need a backup feature what do we got lying around? Yeah. At the very least, it could probably give like some, you know, maybe like some newer creators a chance to tell some stories, yeah. which I can respect that. It's like, it's why Marvel has tie-ins for a million tie-ins for most of their events yeah. these days. It's usually just to give people like newer creators but a chance. That, to do that, yeah. Certainly not a money grab. Too. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, <laughs> it's like, it, it's clear that, you know, it's the, the main driving force is, they're trying to upcharge, you know, the monthly price now that it's four ninety nine, oh, yeah. not three ninety nine, and all that stuff. So, case uh, in point, powers of X, House of X. Yes, give, but give, that is give that us, is give one us exception. X dollars. <laughs> yeah, that is that is one exception where I was happy to pay that price every single week because the story was so good. Um, like I don't think I don't think ever in my life I would pay four ninety nine for a weekly series unless it was powers of X, House of X, good. The powers of ten house of X good. Um, where I was just like, oh, this seems like it's gonna be a pain in the ass, and then <laughs> right. read it, and it's like amazing. It just blows you away. Marvel, see, it was back in the nineties when Marvel just started really losing my interest because I did. I loved the X Men. I loved the outliers of the the X Men more. X-Force, Excalibur. Um, but w- something happened. Somebody walked into the room, a CFO or something, and said, you know how we increase sales? Let's write three really good issues and then make them have to buy 40 books to finish the story. <laughs> and that's that's too m- much for me, man. I mean, who the hell has that kind of money? Even X-Men. back in the 90s Egypt where it was $2 an issue, for Christ's sake. It was just too much. Too, too much. Yeah, no, I was, uh, <laughs> you should have seen That's me. That's when I, I, I stopped with the X-Books. Yeah, yeah. you should have seen me when many of them. going on. Too, too many. X this, X that, and I couldn't keep track. 
No? Yeah, ten, ten of Swords was the recent Marvel oh. X Men event, and it was like everywhere. Oh, it was like it's like crying. It was literally like three, four books per week because it was a twenty-two part series, and it was like, oh my god, man, you think it was really fun? It was really fun, but it was just like, oh my god, you think that's bad? Wait until they come out with with that comic series Rob shared with us. Avengers, X Men, and Eternals crossover. Oh, I I hope it's not a crossover, but. Um, uh, like why, a, why, like why, be, why like would a, it all be presented together like that? Why yeah, is there no Spider-Man? I'm, I'm, like, I'm, why is there no FF? My my hope is it would be like another, well, not a, a, of a different quality, not another AVX, but like a, a different series, not a crossover between all titles. Because I would prefer if they kind of just do their own thing right now. Because Lord knows, I don't need to. I don't need all those titles to intersect unless they have a really good reason for it. Uh, I could that. see it being a like a six or seven issue event book. Yeah. But, like so that APX, means the main stories are going to be relatively untouched, but that also means knowing Marvel, there's going to be like 10 to 20 tie-in one-shots oh, featuring all yeah. those characters that if you a want month. the whole story, you got to read them all like Heroes yeah. Reborn. Which is why I didn't read Heroes Reborn. <laughs> Kirk was the only one who read Heroes Reborn. I don't I know how he got through all of it. I, I read the, only the main story, and I was lost half the time. No, uh, I, I literally gave up. It's like, I can't do this, because I it, don't care enough. It The idea piqued my interest enough to go, what is this? And then when I started reading what it was going to be, yeah. Oh, that's like, what this is. is this is yeah. obviously something that's going to be gone in a year. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. Less than that. Less <laughs> yeah, it was less already. than that. Yeah. Rest in peace, yeah. Ironheart. <laughs> oh, it's geez. not as though they, you know, it wasn't like a Secret Wars thing where they deleted their entire line and replaced it with the Secret Wars books. Because at least you could kind of be like, oh, is this really going to be, you know, the new norm? Obviously not, but. You kind of speculate on how long it's actually going to be, but Heroes Reborn is going on, and then you have like, uh, you know, Amazing Spider-Man and X-Men coming out. So there's no real sense of, yeah. you know, importance. Yeah. It's like if I don't want to read this, I'll be fine reading other books in the Marvel Universe, which is what I did. So it had no effect on me whatsoever. Lately, Jason Aaron's really been. Oh, I know. Oh. <laughs> and I love Jason Aaron. I think I don't know. Yeah, I I used to. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, some good stories. Yeah, but when when they gave him Avengers, he just oh. he he's he's trying to do what other writers have done. He's 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 trying to do what what Bendis did and pull obscure little factoids from 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 the continuity, but he's not understanding them. Surprise! Just, but wouldn't it be cool if this was this? Well, wouldn't no, it be cool because the there's a reason the this isn't this. Mom? It's that. Yeah, yeah it's like, like what? Uh, <laughs> it's it's no, it's literally the epitome of just like I don't know. Just throw everything at the wall. Something yeah. will stick. Something. She Hulk right. is a behemoth. Uh, <laughs> Phoenix is Thor's mom. Sure. Something with Conchu. I don't know. Let's just try it. Yeah. Hey, leave, like one of them. leave Moon Knight out of this. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> they heard of it. That's I don't know. That's I didn't what really I said, but they dragged them in. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, dragged yeah, them so in. It's like, well, I don't no, know. That's, that's just wrong. Look, there's two people you can 
go to in um in marvel in marvel history where you should definitely turn to them to ask them if this shit is stupid and that is morrison and claremont (laughs) (laughs) it's like is this too much and they they were if if they look at you and say yeah man that's too much you know you've gone way overboard yeah (laughs) well it's just like I feel like even if it seems like it might be too much, you can at least try and be clever with it. But it's not even clever. Mm-hmm. It's it's literally just, I don't know. Does this work? Money, 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 cool? money. You know, do you want to try it? <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. It's like, um, um, do you remember the the ultraviolet spectrum from Justice League? I yeah. do. That's that's like the perfect example of I don't know. We tried it, and no one's mentioned it since. <laughs> right? Yeah. Everyone was like, "This is dumb." I, I remember this... them hinting at other invisible spectrums, like an yeah. infrared spectrum, and just nothing ever came of that. Which because uh, right away it cared. seems like a really <laughs> weird idea, but... like Superman red and blue. <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> like I don't know. We're we're at a time where we're kind of just trying it, like. Maybe someone will like it. Or um, when DC tried to be Marvel with the New Age of Heroes, like oh God. the the well, I like the Terrifics actually, but there was Damage, which was just Hulk, um, <laughs> right? Challengers no, of the Unknown. The Terrifics right? was fun. The yeah. Terrifics was a lot nobody of fun, liked but... it, but it was fun. Oh, and, <laughs> and, and Sideways, and Sideways, Sideways, sideways kind of got like a cult following, but. Um, yeah, Sideways does have a cult following with everyone yeah. but the publisher. Yeah, but it was just like, you know, Damage and the Immortal Man and the Challengers book they tried to do, which is a shame because uh, I thought that, w- that could have been good. But could have. Yeah, all those, Again, all those idea was like good. Went by the wayside. Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately. <sighs> and speaking of unfortunate there was a great book this week that literally leads into a filler issue intentionally. And I'm pretty sad about that, but uh, Robin number nine, man, a lot happened. It is pretty cool. Um, They're done with the Island kind of Well, for now, but there's time travel again. I don't know. I'm actually, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see this one. We've never really gotten to see the young Ray Shaw Ghoul. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. Cause it, it you... seems like a very weird left turn, but I, honestly, I'm like, yeah, why not? Like... Right. We can see a younger Ray Shaw Ghoul and, and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, interacting with Damien for a little bit before he gets sat back to the present. Um, I mean, I, I suppose so, but it just, it, oh, who was I just thinking of? Oh, uh, Vandal Savage. It's like, what are we going to do? Let's go back and see Vandal Savage when he was a barbarian or when he was at night. Or it's, I, actually it, kinda, I actually kind of would want to see that. I'm not going to lie. That would I make mean, for an awesome Black Label series. Just to chronicle those of Vandal Savage's time across history. Well, I mean, we've, we've gotten l- l- loads of peak at that from from the comic runs over yeah. the years mm-hmm. i mean he even sh- showed up with uh bruce wayne the road home or whatever the hell that yeah like the, one of called. his first stops yeah and it's like man 
I don't know. I just, I don't know. It like, feels like filler to me. That series yeah. was such schlock, but I think I kind of loved it. Even the moment I saw Bruce dressed in like the the bat attire as a caveman, like just running around like he's, you know, hopped up on something. And it's just like, oh, <laughs> this is so silly, but I have to love it. It was the last time I put a Batman book down. Uh-huh. It's, I, I it, would not read it. was the 1950s Batman. When, you know, they were really into science fiction and whatever, and and all this weird shit happened. And it wasn't, you know, Mm. a guy in a bat suit that goes out and fights criminals. It was whatever else they could think of. It was spaceships and time (laughs) travel and dinosaurs and, yeah. It's like, you know, maybe recreational drugs are not a good thing. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> for certain people ah, amen yeah. amen <laughs> uh, uh yeah i robin um, yeah. number nine i thought it was great right up until I, I saw that i don't see number 10 being integral i hope i'm wrong yeah you could wrong. Be wrong. it could could be a big part of the story because yeah his grandmother was there great grandmother Rachel ghoul's mother was with him so yeah, yeah and it, it also might be important just to you know understand more about the the al ghoul family with all the shadow war stuff they have coming up soon so yeah I, that, you actually just made me think of that rob like there may be some more important information involved i even realize i completely forgot about that too so that makes sense um so not not having read it or having not followed the story up to this point how do they justify the time travel how does this 12 year old kid with his (laughs) background and raised where he was raised and he's a fighter and he fights crime and 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 he's an assassin and blah 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 how does he have access to time travel that's seemingly where the left turn comes from where you know basically been fighting the lazarus demon up to this point with everyone else on the island because right now in robin at least there's you know a story going on with the lazarus tournament basically where all the best fighters in the dcu martial arts fighters at least um have come to an island you know to buy for a prize and you know one of them will be victorious so the last you, issue you can die three times yeah you can die three times but the name is lazarus island so they're gonna find some way to bring you back in this case the lazarus energies in the island will bring you so back it's street it. fighter pretty much yeah he was he was yeah. not he was not at all subtle <laughs> with it i've literally heard josh williamson cite mortal combat and um yeah. and naruto as influences on this one you know, does anyone yell everything. finish him yeah Actually, no, I don't, no, I don't think so. But I, I don't know. I Respawn like might, might come close. Yeah, I, 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 for some reason, I feel like someone might have said it once, but I, I just, I don't know. Um, um but yeah, but... short, short version. Damien got pissed off at Batman um, because Batman was telling him he's being a horrible person, and he was. He was kidnapping people, brainwashing them, etc. Et so he left and um, just stole twelve year old. Yep, he left. Yeah. He stole Batman's black case book, started investigating things, found out about this tournament, fought, fought his way in, and that's where we got the Mortal Kombat thing. Everybody gets three lives at the end of it. Whoever is alive wins. But as it 
as it turns out, the deaths that happen on the island weren't feeding the island its, itself. Like his grandmother, his great grandmother said, it was actually feeding this Lazarus demon. Yeah. So and basically, they are fighting the Lazarus demon in this issue. And then, like, all of a sudden, and that's why I guess it was kind of a left turn. Damien, great grandma spews yeah, green they, shit after, all over after Damien. They, yeah. After they <laughs> kill the demon, um, as, as great grandmas tend to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and once, yeah, grandma throws up all over Damien, he wakes up in the past and sees the, the young Rachel Ghoul on his way to meet the Sultan. So, yep. so the traditional technique of time travel will vomit. Yes, of ex- yeah. exactly. Half vomit, half, half Nickelodeon slime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that on television. You can't do that on television. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, boy. Sometimes it feels like this hour has 22 minutes. All right. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the all-Canadian episode. Yeah. All these references. I, I g- grew up in Michigan, and I used to sneak yeah, watching that show. <laughs> Anybody get into Deathstroke? Yes. Uh, what, did, yeah. what did you guys yeah. think? Going places. Where? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, um, well, the the Libra stuff in the last issue was actually a genuine surprise for once. Yeah. I was not expecting that at all. I guess no, I should have. Because apparently, I I, did, I literally did not know the main character's name, but I guess the original Libra was Julian Valentine, and she is obviously Juliet Valentine. So. There was some was. kind of connection, yeah, but I was like, I still didn't see that coming, so I thought that was cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know, this one was fun. It just, you know, I kind of, I, I'm kind of interested to see where they go next from here now that they're in the ghost zone or wherever. Yeah, just, so like, you know, I, I think I enjoyed it. Yeah, my, my, my only <laughs> yeah. concern really was just, I mean, they went to the, you know, the, the sort of like, um, Deathstroke and Black Canary find out the truth about trust really fast. I figured that was going to be coming later. Like I thought right. they would have more missions with trust. They slowly go, grow more and more disillusioned, but it's like the fourth issue and they're already like, yeah, no, we know well, the truth. And we're I got to wrap this up before issue seven because number seven is the beginning of the crossover with Robin and Batman. I guess so, but uh, I don't know. It just, that felt I mean, a little off with pacing at least. Yeah. It, We've had like does. what three missions, and then already they're like, "Yeah, no, we're we're done." It, I don't know. Like I said, I think I enjoyed it, but at the same time, I have seen we have all seen Deathstroke take the canary cry like a million times, but this time it no, killed. I him. haven't. He's. I, see, I mean, I, I have not, but I, okay. yeah, because I I was like, oh, I guess I guess that kind of makes sense that it would basically, you know break his brain but i i it, still it, really have no idea what the extent of the canary cry is they never really define it i mean that's true but i mean it's not like everybody she fights ends up brain dead no, this, it feels like yeah this. no that's that's what i was like i have no idea like who who was it she thought she was screaming because maybe that depends she was valentine thought um, it was, was during that vision I think it was Libra that she thought. Oh, yeah. Then turned around and he was like, I was trying to snap you out of it. But the biggest disappointment was 
the very end saying Canary oh, no, versus Deathstroke's ghost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she thought she saw Lex Luthor. <sighs> I don't know. But yeah, no, I don't I don't know. Like, I'm still interested to see what the bigger story is with the, the Libra stuff. It, I guess the, the idea is that this is Julian Valentine's brother or, or no sister. This is the original Libra's sister and is trying to save the multiverse. And I was like, that's kind of cool, I guess, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, the whole, my, my, my biggest issue is Deathstroke dying. We know right. he's not staying dead. Yeah. We know he's coming back in three issues. No, probably next issue. Right. Yeah. And uh, it's like, come on, guys. You could have done something, something different. I hate, I hate the weird tropes, man. It's just getting into something that we've seen, seen a million times. It's, it's, it gets boring. It gets really boring. Yeah, I, I I don't know that I have a problem with that. I just yeah, I don't know. I think the, the the me for me the pacing was just kind of um, I just wasn't sure. Like again, with with how fast they basically fall out with trust, um, it just seems a little weird to me. Like we're still really in the beginning of the series, and I mean, what are you gonna do? You know, after that, like, is it just gonna be them kind of fighting against trust for the next twenty issues or so? Or I hope not. I hope there's it's a only more, but. Is this yeah, an yeah, ongoing? I think so. Supposedly, I thought it was yeah, a, so a like, limited series, but there's no cutoff number. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I don't know because I mean, I guess there are some series that just don't have the like twelve issue branding on them, um, but are limited series. Because hmm. I didn't, I didn't actually know this until my friend Nathan told me. But apparently, Task Force Z is a limited series. Like that's only twelve issues because in the promotional material it literally says 12 issue maxi series but on the cover like the regular covers like there's no it doesn't say like 12 number three of seven yeah it just says just as three so i don't know i guess for some it's fine oh it's like that for um justice league last ride too like it only it didn't have you know three of seven or four of seven Mm -hmm. it was just seven issues and then it stopped so i don't know which is odd because it, it yeah, messed like, me up because I was like seven issues. I that didn't even click. So yeah, we, so I, I, feel I like finished reading that. issue six, and I was like, "What kind <laughs> of fucking ending is this?" Yeah, that still blows <laughs> my mind that you thought that was the end. Yeah, I thought it was a six issue run. No, um, I'll tell you one that I'm sure both of you read and probably liked. I think the art looked good, but it was so fucking hard for me to get through. I'm just not into this series at all. And that's Aquaman, Green Arrow, Deep Target, which is messed up because I love those characters. This sucks. (laughs) We we had a big discussion with Jim at Weird Science Comics about the last issue. I'll I'll be right back. back Go ahead. Yep. We all went back and forth about things we liked and things we didn't like and nitpicks. And quite honestly, I'm kind of siding with him now. <laughs> really? I really I don't think issue three is as bad as we, we talked about, but issue four is just... I don't even remember the things I didn't like about it now because I read it a few days ago. It was one of the first things I read, so I've read everything else since. But it just... Some of the sequences with the, the dual... um, Like the... Oh my god, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Dual framing, yeah. yeah. With Ollie and Arthur. That was cool, but 
it just seemed really awkwardly paced with the the flashback sequences and yeah we got a little bit into the backstory of this but it just seemed to slag for me hmm. no i i don't know for me it's just like i guess it just kind of continues to be like this weird but kind of engaging you know mystery story of how these two switch their powers and you know this this mysterious guy in the background that seems to be kind of puppeteering the whole thing and mm-hmm. i don't know for me it's 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 working so um it maybe it's just a different taste thing but i i didn't really have a pro- yeah I don't, I don't know i continue to be like huh this is like i didn't really expect much from an aquaman green arrow team up thought it would be decent at least but it's it's actually been you know surprisingly enjoyable for me I do find the story interesting, but at least this issue just really, really dull. Mm. I don't know that I had any that I thought were particularly dull this week. I would say the one that was probably, I don't know, the least interesting for me was um, um, was probably Detective, which I thought had great art, but I don't know. It just it really felt like we're starting the... Um, the uh um literally forgetting the shadows of the bat yeah the shadows of the bat crossover um we just need like a prelude thing so i don't know just just fucking set it up however you want Um, (laughs) now what threw me off that issue was the fact that it was being framed as a fear state aftermath yeah the actual story had very little to do with fear state at all no, pretty much i don't nothing. think it had anything to also do it didn't really make sense because the it, ending seemingly has you know batman in the the um batman incorporated costume checking mm-hmm. in with dr chase meridian but in batman 118 he's like oracle i need to go dark for 48 hours and then suddenly shows up in the suit so yeah. what happened did he did he say oracle i need to go dark for 48 hours but hang on I'm going to blow you off and then check in with Dr. Meridian real quick before I leave the city. Um, Why would you do that? Does that not sound like Batman? But, but if he's going dark, that would mean no contact with anyone. That's no contact with no, no contact with people on the radio. It just, that to to me made no sense whatsoever. If your mission was like, I need to go undercover now the last thing you'd want to be doing is checking up with someone on the middle of a rooftop where everyone can see you in your batman incorporated costume as you reminisce like you know melodramatically about uh i need to leave the city to take care of my mental health but you know uh, uh, arkham tower will give this city and it's like you said you had to go dark clearly it can't be that important if you had that's that's just what he said to oracle I need to go dark means I need time away from you <laughs> yeah. while I go see her. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. Like I'm gonna be taking think, care of some I stuff and I bad, don't need you asking me yeah. if yeah, I'm clearly it's just like I don't want to talk to you anymore, Babs. Like, like I, been, I, I don't need to be asked if I'm okay every 30 minutes. Yeah. Well, clearly he does, because he's standing on the rooftop saying... Yeah, but not by her. Oh, yeah, by her. I guess Bab is nagging too much. I want someone else to ask me if I'm okay every 30 minutes. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I I like Detective. 
um yeah, yeah no, it. it's just fine it was like i don't know like the stuff with or or oracle um with um huntress and spoiler was cool so at least it had me excited to see more of the bat family and detective but it, i was it just and, felt, and it felt really yeah and Batwoman. Yeah. it just it felt really fillery like we're starting the new arc we just need to get to somewhere or is what rob and i begged for nearly a year ago actually happening and they're giving detective comics to the bat characters well only for somebody other issues. than batman yeah as we as we Anybody know other be than batman batman for now. literally by the end of detective they, they've all but promised us that yeah pretty much they're just like yeah we're gonna be done with this because bruce wayne is coming back yeah well i mean but we can fine. enjoy it for a little while i hope I, I I I like I like the idea of Huntress having these psychic visions of violence. It kind of gives her character a little bit more to go on because she's never really been the detective type. And so I think that kind of fits in with this a little bit. Um I don't like at the same time that it came from vile and no one else had that side effect. Yeah, she's usually mm-hmm. usually portrayed as not the detective, um, you know, by by most writers now. But I think in the past, you know, especially during like No Man's Land and stuff, like she was really basically yeah. training to be a member of the Bat Family. And then once, um, you know, she kind of joined the Birds of Prey and was relying on Oracle. I guess they were kind of just like, eh, we don't need to do that anymore. So I don't know. I, I wish they would kind of bring that back, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was it wasn't bad. Like I ended, I think I rated it an eight out of ten. So it wasn't Me terrible. Too. Just like I, I think I for a setup, I I would have wanted more um, than something that was just like, all right, we're just clearing the table so we can get you ready for Shadows of the Bat. Like it feels like something you could read in a you know one paragraph blurb on DC Wikia to just get the general idea without even having to read it. And the backup was fine. The best part was really just the art from um, <clears throat> from David Latham. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't really have much to say about that one. It's just yeah, like the... more stuff with Arkham Tower. Got it. Cool. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Although I do dig Meridian being in charge of it. Yeah. That's that's different, and I I like it. I'll take that. Um, we. M- we mentioned Justice League earlier. I didn't really get to touch. I don't think I did at all. I'm JLD. Dude, this is getting close to a wrap-up, and I love it. Mm -hmm. Next one's the last part, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 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 And I think it's going to go out with a bang, man. I just seriously thank you, Ramvi and company. This has been great. I wish you had bigger issues to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's that's what a backup should do. That that one doesn't feel like filler at all. Right. Exactly. It it and it doesn't. It's such a good story. Yeah. yeah. Um But I am I am very excited to read Swamp Thing Green Hell. Even you should like, be fucking yeah. fucking back got warped. Look at this. Oh. Like a dog scratched it. I'm so pissed. Um but I I love that just the size of these black label issues. Is just amazing. beautiful. <laughs> like the best thing, honestly, like the best thing that come out of Black Label is just to have that. Um, yep. 
like the I, I know I think I think you said you read the the Tom Taylor Hellblazer story. I which did. Was like the story was solid. I don't know if it was the best Hellblazer. I think just because they had that and the Sysbury Hellblazer book at the same time, and it was like it was kind of hard <sighs> not to compare them because that was really good. Like yeah, so yeah I, just, and. Just, just seeing the the size of that Derek Robertson art is so good. Oh man, I'm never yeah. gonna stop gushing about that. It's like it, the perfect I mean, size for it. It's good stuff, but like you mentioned, Spurrier and Taylor putting out that book at the same time. I, I am a huge Taylor fan, but Spurrier's was so much better. Oh, yeah. No, that was, that was the thing. Like I'll probably go back and reread it at some point to give it its fair shake, but it was like reading that and reading the, the other black label Hellblazer. It was like no contest. So yeah. that, that book is, Oh, I hope they put it in like an omnibus or hardcover someday just to have yeah. it all blown up. That would be, gorgeous but i don't know if it would sell spurrier's constantine yeah oh i think that would sell like crazy dude i I remember when taylor's run was announced and like twitter was like screw this (laughs) we want the other one yeah it's like we want spurrier i i want to say like right before i left twitter last year in like june or july i i swear i don't know if this is true i might be just making this up but i know there was like a campaign to save hellblazer i think they actually got neil gaiman to retweet it but i don't remember if that's true i I think it happened though and i was like damn it's it's really getting momentum but um, right unfortunately it did not come to pass well you can always hope right yeah Yeah. (laughs) but i don't know it's just like you could kind of tell. I mean, the the ending was still pretty good, but you you could really feel that they were like, "All right, we got to wrap it up because mm-hmm. just we don't have any more issues." And that was that was just so disappointing. Agreed. It it really was. Yeah. <laughs> it really really was. It was very disappointing. Um, what yeah. other books were there? Go ahead. Don't you read DC versus Vampires? Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, that was. <laughs> uh, well, maybe I, I'm really digging it still. Yeah, no, honestly, yeah. I think it's just kind of getting better and better for me, actually. Yeah, it's, it's going to some places that are just like, holy shit. Okay, that and, how's and it going to get out of this task, one? Yeah, that and and Task Force Z. Don't. I I I. Yeah, that I thought that was really good. Um. DC versus vampires. Uh, did, did did you guys read Teen Titans Academy? Yes. And I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> there were part, <laughs> parts I enjoyed and parts I didn't. It was kind of a 50-50 book for me. I just want this damn story to be done. Yeah, but it, it was <laughs> it's, it was cool to see Edgar Allan Nevermore's like backstory but how much do we really care about it not much yeah you know and honestly just throwing in red x with him just can give us the identity already he starts the issue taking off his mask and damn dane says no that's your power no and not right. see he i has no power i like that's not true he does say that he has other powers after dane says that oh, to that's him. right which also furthered my belief that it's miguel montez 
and it could be because they they won't say who it is and he's not been in the books mm-hmm. or book um i like that we're getting more red x but that hint about not taking the mask off pisses me off for all of us i know the biggest draw is finding out who this n- n- new red x is yeah maybe seconded to the potential destruction of titan's towers titan towers but again they're gonna destroy it again didn't they well, just rebuild it they the, well, that, they destroyed the san francisco one. Oh, that's yeah right. now that was tta's the the tower being destroyed was forecasted in future state mm-hmm. right before when we saw nightwing walking around in deathstroke's costume and being mad about being called Nightwing. I don't know if that's gone away or not. No, he's so, being called he was being mad about being called Dickstroke. Oh Dix okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's just dirty. <laughs> wow. Points. Oh, man. Points for that. <laughs> Four well real. Done. Ten points to Gryffindor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I thought I thought that was all right, but I'm worried <laughs> about the direction it's gonna end up in. I'm I'm worried that the conclusion is just not gonna be satisfactory. Also, yeah. I mean, what is this book even gonna be when the Red X mystery is gone? I, I just I don't know how much I'm gonna be interested in it at that point if all this hype is just you know like just kind of gone once we know the mystery um and and i think it's going into the the earth three crossover like right after the 12th issue so yeah if we get the reveal you're not even going to really have like a chance to breathe because you have to go right into another crossover with suicide squad and um flash which is weird yeah just saying I'm sold on the idea of it as an academy. It's the Red X mystery. I just want them to get through already. Yeah. We can get back to this being kind of maybe just a fun adventure book of the Titans teaching the next generation and wacky adventures take place. Like the whole Gorilla Grodd scenario was, while it was like taking away from the Red X mystery because we just wanted to get the thing done already, it was a cool Mm -hmm. story. I think it was interesting and it showed what these characters can do given the the story. Right. And I if they give us a reveal of Red X, which I'm skeptical about them doing, mm-hmm. I, I I want to see this book focus less on the Titans and more yeah. on the kids. Or else yeah. there there is well literally you, no point just to this like, book. If yeah. you if you want a book for the Titans make a book called Titans and then yeah. have Ding. another book called Titans Academy where you focus on the kids. It's very simple. Right. If like, you were going to put out a Titans book, why did you put out Titans United? Yeah. Make a Titans book for the adult Titans where they go off on their own, you know, adventures or whatever. And, and Hey, maybe they can be like mentors to the, um, to the Damien generation of Titans with Kid Flash and Roundhouse, mm-hmm. you know, like we were promised at the end of right. Teen Titans, like, yeah. hey, we're going to come in and mentor you. 
have that and then have Teen Titans Academy where they're also teachers. But I think they want to have it all in one thing for simplicity's it's, sake. It's, it's going to be much. convoluted. Yeah. And then they had Crush run off. They had Red Arrow, Kid Flash, and Roundhouse get pushed to the sidelines. And then, yeah. Yeah. Well, I just, I mean, I think the perfect example of that was like the last issue, the, you know, big Arsenal Titans reunion issue where he finally comes back from the dead. And it's like, oh, wow, you're alive again. And we had to break between that and the stories with the kids. And it's like, oh, my God, pick, pick one already. Killing me <laughs> with this pacing. Right. It was weird. Um, there was there was another book that was a little weird. Um, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, pulling together JLD while they are in the midst of s- s- something huge in their own story. Pulling in characters, period, when they're doing something else aggravates the shit out of me. It's literally never read batman <laughs> what, I, I was just gonna say that it's one never of my read batman or wolverine or spider of, my god it's one of my biggest complaints in comic books i'm a huge yeah. continuity nerd but batman <laughs> like branded batman is the worst uh um as far as that goes he's still my favorite hero he's <laughs> in everything i mean uh, he's okay. dealing with vile and abyss and well not abyss but whatever not yet. yeah the, the mm-hmm. like vile and all the fierce the insanity stuff, collective the magistrate League, and it's like how yeah. are you doing this all at once i don't know but yeah i know i know what you mean i can't stand it now the idea of e- eclipso in gem world is cool mm-hmm. but is is he really in the middle of all those diamonds because isn't that him on the last page behind Irie? Hiding behind that tree, there's Wait, this. Where was this? Bit, is that Eclipso? In in the last page of Flash seventy seventy seven. There's an issue of Flash this week. Yeah. Oh no. Oh you no. Oh no. <laughs> I didn't even know there was an issue of Flash yeah. this week. Are you, yeah. Uh, what the fuck? What what was the body? <laughs> Damn like, you, local guy. Kill him. Yeah. It it Damn it was. Guy. It was a decent oh, issue, but it was weird. Oh. But is it is it just Tom? Did you get a chance to read the Flash? I don't know. Oh uh, no, no, no. All right, Rob. That does that look like Eclipso to you? No, because la- okay, what was the body Eclipso was in last? It was some like small guy, wasn't it? Like the height of Wally West, not the height of Blockbuster. <gasps> oh no, you know who I'm think thinking of. Because Eclipso has been painted to be a huge dude too, but um, Amazo. Oh, okay. I could see that. I was thinking like, oh, the Shaggy Man's more furry. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. clue is in the name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly have no clue who this this could be. I don't want to say Eclipso, but yeah, you might be right. Who knows? Who knows whose influence he's taken? Uh, there's not that that many hulking figures like that in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. So, there's... Brandon, after you read this, you gotta let me know. Yeah, no, I didn't even. I was so pissed off. My my guy fucking <laughs> skipped me. I didn't even know there was an issue of Flash. So I was like, oh, what are you what are you talking about? Eclipse. Oh, the, the and then you said I read, and I was like, is this Flash? According to what now? character 
could be in the guest character that most people might not have picked up on. I'm Josh. I'm sure you picked up on. I don't want to spoil it for Brandon though, because I, I think he would really uh, love to see Irie's friend from school. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's yeah. that's very true. So yeah, you'll like that. That was yeah. that was a cool part. Wow. Yeah. Go down to your LCS and get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. well, I'll see if I can run down there if they're still open after we uh, after we uh, stop live streaming. Right. I. I. I I think there's only one m- m- more book to talk about, unless you guys really want to mention Harley Quinn. Um, I, I didn't read Harley it. Quinn. I haven't read it, but I always want to mention Harley Quinn because Riley Roswell, Josh. You know, yeah, I, well, I don't know. The, the book started You're broken, Rob. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I read Human Target, which was pretty good. I mean, Greg Smallwood is like, oh my God. It was really hasn't good. Done stuff for DC before just blows my mind. The, um, um, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I really dig King's Guy Gardner. Yeah, no, it actually works really well. I mean, he's the perfect dick. But <laughs> <laughs> like, be in why. a believable way. <laughs> that might be why it works so well. Well, we know what that means. He's going to be doing a 12-issue Guy Gardner Black Label <laughs> series next year. Well, I don't like uh, Guy Gardner, so I can skip that. Yeah, he's, he's like a AAA artist he could be with who's done Guy Gardner before, like a, like a J.G. Jones or um, um, or Fernando Pissarn would probably work better because he did a lot of uh, Green Lantern core. I who, can see that. Who I, was... I, I don't know if I would want to read that either. Who, who, damn it, who was drawing him when he was a Red Lantern? Uh, uh, I, mean, like, yeah. I could not tell you. Th- that, that I know was there amazing. was a Red Lantern's book, but I have not read that, so. Uh, let's see. Rob's if that his... was the same series, uh, <laughs> Ed Beans. Ed Beans? Yeah. If he that's should, the same series, he I'm telling you that that looked great. Put him on that, look it up. <laughs> yeah, there was just the one Red Lanterns book, right? And, and Guy Gardner joined later, yeah. Remember it? Yeah, right. okay, so volume five was Alessandro Vitti. Oh, interesting, yeah, not ringing a bell for some reason. So maybe it had a revolving cast of artists. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, and and the special flipbook issue when Supergirl became a Red Lantern, that was Billy Tan. Oh, that's right. That was a thing that happened. Yeah. (laughs) I tried so hard to forget that. Yeah. (laughs) Gotta love those gimmick Uh, issues. Yeah. Do you? Really? No. I can't stand it. <laughs> no, not really. No, that 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 was probably why I, while my co-hosts here really enjoyed it, I couldn't stand Jin Noon Yang's run on Batman versus Superman because the whole thing felt like a gimmick. And then the very oh, last the issue really, uh, really was. <laughs> Is um, I love him. As, as as a writer, but that was just bad. Superman oh, smashes like the clan was 
amazing. That not so well. Uh sour sword me, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> I only tell the truth. <laughs> I was All a right. huge fan of that film strip style. I thought because I I'm into the whole different idea. The flip book was weird, but the different artistic styles I'm I'm totally into. I, I dig the the different ways people can express apart from just you know five panels on a page and split it up. I want to see something a little different. Yeah, I, I really I, like the the annual that they did where it was like they had you know Francesco Francavia and Paul Pelletier basically switch so you had superman so yeah instead of frank avia doing like you know a noir batman story it was like a noir superman story or at least it looked like that um yeah, and right paul pelletier did like the bright sunny looking batman story which um, was it was weird to see that no like like that yeah, no I thought, I thought that was like really cool because it was basically them outside of their you know dominant zone. place so, <laughs> yeah so it was like you know seeing Francesco Francavia do a Superman story. It was just, well, him and Gene Luen Yang is just like really cool stuff. Agreed. Tell your cat we said hi. (laughs) Hi, Josie. (laughs) Uh, She's uh, a frequent co host. Oh, yeah. Tom, she's on the podcast (laughs) a lot. Uh, always, uh, Always a good cheerleader. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then the the neighbor's dog too. Oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're fine. Uh, you know what, Tom? Let me. If it hasn't been made before, I I know that Rob and I have talked about it, but you can feel free to jump in on us anytime, any week to talk about comic books. Awesome. Love to have you. Yeah, I, it, I don't read as much as as I. I did at one time, but uh, yeah, there's, there's there's random titles I I have opinions on. Yeah, even if you yeah. want to just like pop by for a special guest episode and just kind of chime in on a couple books, we'd be oh. more than happy to have you. I'll see if I can come up with a quiz to, to stump off. Oh, man. oh there yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We typically just record them. Obviously, this is, I think, the second live stream we've done and the first one doesn't count because the audio didn't go through yeah. <laughs> oh wait really i thought we did like two or three did oh maybe this is the third i don't i can't yeah. remember brandon that's your job no no, no i just want well, because i remember it's like you know we did the first one and then i i think there was another one no that was just you on your own talking to yourself <laughs> uh, I, I do there was there was one we did i don't remember what it was for it might have been for the 50th and then we had one with glenn yeah, yeah, that uh, was the that's that, right. that was the other one I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. I I for, forgot about that one. Yeah, because they had the, the, the you, had, you had the um the Superman quiz, Josh. Uh yeah, that's Superman. right. Yeah, yeah, and he, I thought I had him. And yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he he is the Tom of Superman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I could know that much about Superman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wish he was still with us, but uh, he's he's left DC now. Yeah. Um, after decades, kind of sad. Can't imagine. I I couldn't imagine being that sto that unyielding. I mean, unending. even I, I feel like even if I was really pissed, 
I think I've made this joke before. I would still probably be reading Nightwing unless they pull another Rick Grayson. But like that, that always, even if I'm reading nothing else, I'll probably still be reading Nightwing. You guys, like, you guys know I never read solicits ever. Every time I picked up a Nightwing issue, I was like, please let this be the one. Please, please let Rick go to bed every yeah. no. once a month. It, nope. There's there's nope. literally like a, a vacuum in my collection because I made a vow, I think around like issue 56 or 57 or something. I, was like, <laughs> I can't wow. fucking take this anymore. And it was basically just like until I see on the cover like the you know stereotypical like he's back or whatever indicating that nightwing is back i will not read another issue so from like 57 to 75 it's just an empty space because i was like (laughs) i'm not reading this crap anymore so unless they do something like that again i'll probably be reading nightwing from now until the end of time Brandon, you made a good choice. I'll tell you, I read every single oh, goddamn dude, issue so of Rick Grayson. <laughs> I did so too. Just waiting for the, the day that they were going to oh, oh, no, he's coming back? Yes. And I just. And I saw they were tying it like Joker War 2, and I was like, oh, thank uh, God I'm not reading this. Well, <laughs> that that was the, the key, though, was the whole Joker War tie in. That's what oh, brought right, it back. Right. Yeah. Oh, but and, yeah, I was also not excited for that. The, the weirdest part of all of that was him establishing such a close relationship with B just to have him say, yeah, piss off. I got my mask back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was that was the funniest part of jumping back in 75. Because it, it was literally really just weird. like, I know, by, by 76, he's just like, yeah, I can't be with you anymore. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was just, <laughs> it's me, it's not it, that was you. <laughs> I think he literally says something like that, where he's just yeah. like, it's, you know, it's, I'm trying to keep you safe because of my life, not yours, so. Right, well, okay, Ducky, I... thank you for the 16 candles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, there's, there's, there's only one more book to talk about. Um, Task Force other number three (laughs) the correct word uh man what did what did you guys think about that i'm so into zombie deadshot i really am (laughs) i i can't wait for them to because as they stated eventually they're going to come back to life uh but i think zombie deadshot yeah zombie deadshot's a great idea and the fact that jason kicked bane off a building was just perfect oh my god yeah yeah no i think i think this series is is growing on me a lot more um just as it's spending more time i think with jason and his relationship with these weirdos and freaks it's just i think it's really working i i it had i gave this a 9.5 and i i don't do that um this was such a fun comic book this issue the art was so beautiful tom are you reading task force z i i am not you're not uh you're missing out yeah you you see the cover trust me it's like really striking it's just this zombified version of deadshot but it's gorgeous right here and yeah oh man uh 
There, there oh, were that's four. Not <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, oh wait, I think I have my issue. Um, yeah. This. Oh, yeah. gorgeous, oh, gorgeous yeah. stuff. Yeah. Gorgeous stuff, man. It had uh, beautiful stuff. Uh, the reveal at the end about Crispin. Yeah. T- Tom, are you uh, going to pick up the book? Because if not, I'll yeah, I did not shit. fucking see <laughs> it. Right Go ahead. Carry on. Carry on. Crispin yeah. being Two Face. What? Yeah, I really, the fuck? I really did not see that. <laughs> I, I don't know. How, I'm excited for that, but I don't know how I feel about that. Because why the fuck is he doing this? Two Face? Yeah. Because what's, what's this whole what, deal of bringing these villains back? And what's what's this shit he's doing? What has Two Face always done? For like the last the coin? six, seven, Play eight years, he creates cults. This is no different. He just did away with people and hired zombies. Yeah, he's a weird guy. None of his storylines m- 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 make make any sense. So hopefully, this is finally going to bring him back and m- m- make him a good character again. I feel like it's hard to do a Two Face arc too. Like I, I don't know. I feel like Two Face is a really interesting character to kind of have in a one and done, but I, I don't know that I've ever seen like an, a, you know, a full arc or something where it's like, wow, that was a really great Two Face story. Not um, since the last time when he had that huge cult and they did a, a two story, a uh, Two Face story, um, uh, story arc, but. Uh, that was in. That was that during Tom King's Batman, or was that Detective yes. Comics? That, that was, was the one where it ended with Tom's Detective, right? And um, that ended with him shooting himself in the head, right? Yeah. Yes. And then they just didn't talk about that for two fucking years, right? So I don't know. Maybe maybe his brain went wacky, and now he wants to work for the government. Yeah. <laughs> he is the government. <laughs> uh, um, guys, one thing before I get into my. Two favorite parts of this book. What mm-hmm. the fuck is vodka pizza? I don't want to know. <laughs> I, it's, I've I had. Know, I know what it is, but I can't remember. I I I love vodka sauce with pasta. That is really good. But that on pizza is as gross as French oh, fry vodka. That's yeah. it's, it's just not a style. Okay. It's, it's like. Like margarita, it's it's got mushrooms on it, but vodka pizza, it's uh, it's like super Italian. It's got extra virgin olive oil on it. It's got like big cloves of garlic. It's it's just barely a pizza. I hope that what was in the book, I hope that what was in the book is not a realistic interpretation of what that looks like, because that was single handedly the grossest pizza I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look at this. My uh my I think this is this is <laughs> no it's not a, it's not an accurate representation. <laughs> Good. It looks a lot better <laughs> in real life. Good. Uh, uh, I think my my favorite moment of this entire book, of this entire week, maybe even the last several months of comic books is when Bane comes to Jason and thanks him because he's starting to become more human and his memories are coming back. And he starts beating the Jason starts beating the hell out of Bane and says, do you know why I'm doing this? 
and Bane is kneeling, no fight whatsoever, and says Alfred Pennyworth. And then he kicks him off the Bane, or kicks him off the building, and Bane lets him do it. That was fucking beautiful, man. It was like an emotional, it it didn't last long. It was like four panels, but God, I I loved it. And it's probably my favorite comic moment of the last six months. Yeah, I don't know. There's a part of me that's like, I really liked it, but I I just kind of wish that Damien had had that moment because he was the one that actually saw Alfred's neck get snapped in. I feel like he still kind of needs that closure with Bane that he's never going to have. The um, closure and... is overrated. You uh, seek, out, seek out closure. No. All you're going to find is more heartbreak. I, I, I don't know. I just like, I think it was good for Jason because it finally, I feel like he got his piece, but um, I would have, I would have loved to have seen Damien just like really have that moment where he'd be like, okay, finally I'm, I'm done with Bane. I can just, I can move on even though I'm, you know, still heartbroken about Alfred and everything. Hopefully he can move on. But I don't know. Now that now that Bane is, you know, a puddle in the the streets of Gotham, I don't feel like he'll be getting that anytime soon. You're gonna have to take a lot of fucking Lazarus resin to put that <laughs> together. Yeah, you could dip him in it, just kind of sprinkle it around. Maybe pick him up and I look like a roller. That looked like a big fall. Like I'm assuming he went splat, so you're gonna have to You're piece assuming. it back together. Did, did you assuming. see the splat? I no, guess we did nobody. not. I guess no. we did not. You saw him leave the top of the building. Didn't see that, what happened like, on the way down. He, he's no, been dead for months. He's just barely being held together as it is. Yeah, so at least falling to pieces. Big, yeah, it was a big drop. Like, I would yeah. be amazed if, like, I, something had to give. Either Bane had to give, or the street had to give, or, or both <laughs> both or something. Yeah. <laughs> He's got an I arm think and Batman has thrown him off a building back in Nightfall, didn't he? Or the the end of Bane, yeah, Bane, I think Bane threw, yeah, Bane threw him off a building <laughs> at the last. Well, I mean, back. when he broke his back, that was yeah. actually in front of a building. But I mean, toward <laughs> the end, after he took the mantle back from Azrael and started whooping his ass, um, I believe him and Bane were fighting on top of a building, and he threw Bane off of it. it I, yeah. I could be totally wrong. I, I have to double check. It's been a while since I've read Nightfall, but um, yeah, I know I know Bane at least like you know broke his back and basically chucked oh. him off a building and said, I'm the captain now. Yeah. <laughs> Gotham City. <laughs> basically, I'm the captain of Gotham City now. Uh, Task Force also, Task Force Z also had probably the funniest line i've read in comics in a damn long time i thought turkeys could fly (laughs) (laughs) you mean buffalo don't have wings no um (laughs) uh when jason is talking to deadshot he's explaining to him what is going on and deadshot's reply to that is Suicide Squad? I'm on another Suicide Squad? (laughs) I sort of always thought that when I died, they'd let me go. (laughs) No. That shit. Oh, man. I laughed out loud. I even laughed when I reread it. I love that. I love that line. So good. Task 
Force Z is easily my favorite issue this week by far. What I did think you guys? Mine would probably have to be either Human Target or Robin, but um, there were some good ones. There's some really good ones. Yeah. I... What was what was your favorite, Tom? Uh, I've, I've got a shorter pull list. Uh, I, I actually well, right. only only ended up with with four books this week between Marvel and DC. So. What well, what was your favorite out of those four? Um, probably action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good story man. Yeah. Good That's pick. my second favorite. How about you, Rob? I'm kind of torn between action and Robin because they're both full of action. <laughs> actually like robin was full of action and action had some robin in it so oh my god shameless <laughs> uh, yeah. i don't know awesome. as a full issue probably robin because i'm still loving this whole i'm mostly because of that moment with uh damien he had his closure with with alfred pennyworth there with the yeah. spirit and just going away and yep. that was very touching that that's my favorite moment of the week and just him taking that <laughs> that last lesson from Alfred and rallying the troops to fight together against uh, Mother Soul is her name Mother Soul yeah. yes and him even saying yo uh, everybody that fought and lost in the first round you go away and fight the other people yeah <laughs> right and and yet another kind of subtle Grant Morrison reference uh, with the with the bell and yeah that, yeah uh, the, the kind of um, God, what's the line? Um, I'm not. I don't remember it exactly, but it's it's something like, and they mention it like a million times. The first truth of Batman: I was never alone, and I love that yep. line because it's yep. like something like that. Because it's like, yeah, he had Alfred, and <clears throat> Alfred helped him, you know, with the suit and just helped him get ready for his war on crime and all that stuff. So to see kind of Damien realize that it's not all about tragedy; it's about the people in your life. It's mm-hmm. it's good. It's good stuff. Cool. All right. You know what wasn't good? Justice League. Justice League. I didn't read it. So I <laughs> oh man. I, I I read it. I you know I always do. And I mean, straight up, that got a four. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just did not work for me. The Royal Flush Gang is c- currently involved in the punchline story. There's absolutely zero way the Flush Gang could pull off stealing something as significant as Superman's summer home. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It it just did did not work for me whatsoever. Although I wish it did, because it's a Justice League book. Yeah. So it, it should be good. It's just not. Not for me, anyway. Uh, if we're doing biggest stinkers for me, honestly, I think is Deep Target this week. It was just kind of iffy. Yep. <clears throat> I gave that a six because the art is phenomenal, but I yeah. just don't like the story. Just don't like the story. Brandon, what was your least favorite book this week i didn't really have one honestly i mean none of them were you know so abysmally bad that i didn't really like them i guess the weakest one would have just been you know detective but 
again, it's it, number one. It's really hard to hate a book when you have Dan Moore drawing it because it just Hell feels yeah. wrong. It does, um, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, like it wasn't even it wasn't even a bad story. It just felt like kind of lackluster, kind of fillery. So um, set up ish. Yeah, just like not terrible, just like eh, kind of unnecessary. But yeah, I, like I ended up giving it an eight out of ten. So clearly, it wasn't terrible. But that was probably the weakest one. But um, yeah, I don't know if it was a stinker by any means. Well, I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Detective, I detective, I enjoyed. Uh, hated Justice League. If if this was they just on, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> all the time. Um, Sorry, how did you feel about Justice League again? Oh my God, I wish Rosmo was drawing it. That would be a dream yeah. team. Um, <laughs> Oh my God! I'd be so. Wish mad come true, dude. Josh. It's coming. Your... Are you <laughs> yeah. serious? Well, he's neither doing uh, Legion together. Oh God, yes, that's right. Ugh. Can we please get Sook back on Legion, and then literally anybody else writing? <laughs> I'll write it. I can. Yeah, no, I'll, yeah. I'll take it, please. <laughs> I could, if I could steal away Jonathan Hickman to write it, I would. But oh, there you go. That would that will never happen. No. Because apparently he's Philip a big Kennedy Legion Johnson fan. needs a clone. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. Although I don't know, I'm still hoping Justice League is the one he gets. Although I guess every everyone on Reddit seems to think it's going to be Tom Taylor, which I have no problem with, honestly. But I'm like, man is doing like three different things right now. Yeah. I don't know if he can take on a book like just like that's big. That's going to set up a lot of stuff for the universe. And he's already doing Superman and Dark Knights of Steel and Nightwing and Seven Secrets and all the other stuff. That, like, I don't want any of that to go away. Yeah. No. Well, Dark Knights of Steel is limited. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What, six issues or 12? 12. 12. 12, yeah. I mean, that might be another Deceased where, you know, it gets multiple seasons. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's true. So I'm just like, don't you know forsake the quality of those books to do justice league unless you have an amazing justice league story which i'm yeah. sure you would but i would hate for any of the other books to suffer yeah um hmm. i'm trying to think who out of like current day writers I would like to see. I don't think Philip Kennedy Johnson has enough time right now. I feel like he has the most time out of all of them where he's like, it, at least in DC, you know, he's really just doing action and then obviously alien. Is that even still happening? Aliens over at Marvel. And I don't know of any creator on stuff that he's doing. So I was like, if anyone can have the most leeway to kind of do it it would be him i would suspect but um, i feel like he's got to spend 95 percent of every day explaining why he doesn't want to change his direction of his comic book <laughs> just write justice league damn <laughs> i want it there was a really great scene with it i think that's why honestly there's a really great scene with the justice league in action during war world rising i was like dude you would be so perfect for this book you and daniel Sempere. Oh, like, maybe yeah. maybe that's why you left the book to go, you know, prep for Justice League. But 
I can't. I guess we can't have nice things. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it could happen. I've never seen that. him write a team book, though. Uh, neither it's... have I. But hey, first time for everything. And I feel the... like you can handle it. I mean, there's a pretty strong ensemble. Oh wait, what, what the hell am I talking about? Um, the Authority with the Authority special that we read. I guess that's technically well, a team. Yeah, that's true. And he did get all of those voices like dead ass right. Yeah. So I, yeah, I was like, I feel, I feel like you can kind of pull it off. Just do like that, but you know, not as aggressive and violent and murderous. Just do like authority style stories, but you know, not with like someone like Manchester Black. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about 40 style stories. I want good well, stories. I mean, Not that nostalgia wouldn't scale. be. Yeah, just, ah, just gotcha. in, like, in the size of scale. Like, you know, authorities were always, were always taking on like these huge giant threats. So do something like that. That's not fillery. That's not, we're going to bring the United Planets super team to Earth to fight. What the fuck was his name? Sin, Sinmar? Sinmar of Sinmar, the Sinmar of Sinmar. Yeah, that was his name. Was. And I was like, "Oh, no!" <laughs> like, Steve, yes, from Steve Town. Uh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I. That's, that's what I don't want. Like, yes, that's a big idea, but the execution was um, less than stellar. Is the nice way of saying it. <laughs> Less than stellar. Yeah, I like it. I think I think Josh can give you the the more graphic answer of what it really was, but I want to try and keep it family friendly. You know who I I, I just decided <laughs> I'm not going to touch that one, but I just decided who <laughs> I think I I'm trying to be nice. I think <laughs> I want to see right the Justice League, and you guys are probably going to think I'm insane. But Donny Cates. Yeah, I'm sold on. No, I don't know. I don't think that's insane at all. Mm. Just you know, you'd have a hell of a time prying him away from Marvel right now. He's but. he's hit and miss with me. Yeah, I think I well actually, weirdly enough, we we're talking about the Authority. I actually had a great pitch for him and the Authority. I say oh. pitch as if I'm an editor and I can decide these things. You will be. Um, yeah. No, but I was like, well, because I think he was doing Guardians of the Galaxy at the time and that wasn't a perfect book it was kind of okay but i could see kind of with the scale of it i was like i feel like you would be good with the authority um and just something that's like that big and you could really lean into because i know he loves like destruction and death and like all the like let's just fuck shit up and like that kind of that's basically <laughs> what king and black was so i was like i feel like you could be good with the the authority but no i don't think you're crazy at all i think well, I think you'd need a really good editor <laughs> to make sure that book doesn't go too far off the deep end. Mm -hmm. But then is it a Donny Cates book anymore? Then if it's an, I don't know. I, if, if it's not batshit crazy. Yeah, then then is it true to, I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I guess. Well, I don't know. What, what would you like to see in a run like that, Josh? What do you think he could bring to the table? Can't hear you, man. You're still oh, on. Sorry, you're muted. Oh, whoops. <laughs> All right. Th th there we go. Um, I want him to go back and reread his 
paybacks runs and then bring (laughs) that kind of energy to the justice league i want him to make good stories but have fun while he's doing it and not worry about making sure that he fits in with the publisher's idea of what it needs to be like when like with venom i thought that he did okay with that and you know i'm i'm not the hugest venom fan i think he's been done to death and they they just kind of like recycle stories like okay he's yeah. a good guy nope nope now he's a bad guy nope he's an anti-hero let's call him anti-venom no he's a god no he's a dad it's ridiculous mm-hmm. but i think I think Kate's did a good job with him. I think Kate's did a good job on Thor. And I I really think that he would tear that up. I would want it to be Ooh, let's go Justice League and the and something to do with Jack Kirby's universe, the the new gods. So, something in in that kind of setting i think kate's would just explode and be phenomenal at yeah although that i think that's definitely one of those times where i would want an editor because it's like all right when you when you start getting into the kirby cosmic stuff you need to like just you need to have someone there to basically say okay let's not go too far (laughs) basically nursemaid you through it Uh, otherwise otherwise, a a perfect example of what can happen when it it, it's just like there's no oversight and it just just goes everywhere is everyone's favorite event final crisis where it's like (laughs) uh, here's all the new god stuff i I don't know you figure it out the the kirby books themselves are an example of what can happen when yeah. you don't have editorial oversight. Too. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, he's pretty much <laughs> editing those books. Here you go, Jack. Here's a pile of money. Go nuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every six uh-huh. months, they go back to him and say, you feeling all right, Jack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you been sleeping lately? You getting, getting enough rest? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe lay off the hard stuff, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that's the best way to put it. You give them a pile of money and you say, just go off and do stuff. And on the one hand, you get, you know, something that's really cool, like a New Gods. And then you also get like OMAC, which yeah. is, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think a lot I of people reading, like OMAC. I, think I tried reading OMAC once and I was like, this is, <laughs> this is too weird for me. Yeah. In all of his iterations, I've given yeah. him a shot and just not a fan it was hard enough to take him seriously with the mohawk, mohawk. And the, and everything, <laughs> but yeah i don't know so you wonder why that book i think only lasted like seven issues because i think it was just like yeah this one is a little bit too far off the deep end we probably that's, should have had some oversight that's didio pushing for it hardcore though because he was a major omac <laughs> fan and just was was it him that invented him no. Who, Didia? Yeah, no, it wasn't. Oh, Never no. Mind. But yeah, he's no. a major... Omac is a Kirby creation, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. He's a yeah. fucking a major Omac fan. And it was like, there's 
There's no reason for this. Give me, I, give me your I metal know, men. I'll take yeah, that. I know, I know there's like, I know there's like a cult following around Omac just because they That's like that, weird. that universe, but I don't know. I don't know if it ever really took for me. Not like the new gods did. I don't know if you're gonna put editorial heavy ev- editorial oversight over Kate's writing a Justice League book. Please don't let it be Bob. I don't think he really, <laughs> Bob. He doesn't really. I don't like the way he does that. He he just it. He either micromanages or doesn't edit at all. And I feel like. Wait, oh, what's Bob? their name? Bob Harris. Oh, wait. wait. He left DC, DC now. Though. Yeah, no, he's not there anymore. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, oh, Jesus. I mean, there was... I, I don't... For the last two years, not so much lately, but for like the... Previously, before he left, for like the last two years, you could barely get through a comic book without finding typos. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's absolutely insane. What if, if, if nothing else, as an editor, are you not supposed to proofread? Yeah, every now and then. Well, I know it's um, every now and then is fine because I know it's mostly like they they give them a, a lettering pass or something like that once the book's you know colored and lettered at that point. But yeah, it's 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 kind of tough when you see that. Because it's like, oh, dude, these are like obvious mistakes. Yeah, a little tiny typo where a letter is missed out, that sometimes is going to happen. Or swapped, you know? Like, yeah, that's fine. But it's that's like, fine, it but shouldn't be, you know, in, unintelligible. Exactly. You where you obviously left th- th- three words out of this sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Why, <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, that stuff just, it gets on my nerves. So, that's all. I was that was a deadline. That was that was a close deadline, and I was just typing as it came to my mind. Well, is there anything else you guys would like to jabber about today? Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of things. So I was looking at uh, next week's books, and Josh's kind of funny. You were talking earlier about <laughs> uh, characters popping up in books after they've had. Clear stories and others. Suicide Squad next week, supposedly next week if everything comes out all right. Versus Earth 8's Mightiest Heroes going up against the Retaliators. Are you serious? We just saw them get destroyed in Justice League Incarnate. Yeah, I assume this has to be earlier, but yeah, Yeah. it's uh, bad timing. Yeah, which we also have Justice League Incarnate coming out next week, which it's issue three, and it still feels like it's supposed to be issue four. I don't know why. It's talk about needing editorial oversight. I know you, you guys love it. It's like let's throw in forty characters and yeah. oh. see what happens. Yeah, you, you you guys did that already with Bendis's Legion. I think I think it's probably just because it's the closest we're ever going to get to a sequel to the multiversity. Yeah, and we're we're just willing to take that. <laughs> no, that's settling. <laughs> that's not okay. Back me up here, Tom. Settling is not okay. No, no. If, <laughs> if, if, if you're going to do something, have a purpose and a reason. Exactly. And not exactly. just oh, but I want to. <laughs> no, that's 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 not a good enough reason. Or you know, hey, it's close enough. Well, 
would have been close enough if Nightwing came back as just Richard Grayson, never remembering anything but his life before Nightwing, like infantile? No, that's not going to be close enough. (laughs) I need Nightwing back. That was an extreme example, but I mean, you know, just there's... Yeah. It's as aggravating as leaving something open-ended and open to interpretation in a book. It drives me nuts. When there's not a clear ending, it's like, that's not a mystery. That's called laziness. Yeah. Well, I think some open-ended endings can be kind of nice where it kind of leaves you with the feeling of uncertainty of, you know, maybe... No, maybe it, there's it, something that you missed or it something leaves like them that. the option to do a sequel yeah like or, um but if 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 you lean too heavily on that it's just well the whole point of this story was to set up that if i yeah, wanted to read a yeah. setup you know i wouldn't be bothering with you know committing to seven issues of what i think is a full story and it's just mm-hmm. oh it's the introduction to another damn book i'm gonna have to buy yeah. exactly exactly like, I like a couple months back I'd read Scott Snyder's Severed and that one kind of ends on an open ending where basically the you know the monster that's been hunting children for however many years is still out there right like they don't really they think they killed them but they're it never really had a clear ending but it's it's supposed to leave you with that feeling of uncertainty that you know this kind of horror never ends and I was like that I think that that's kind of the example of where it can kind of work where you have that feeling yeah. of Ah, uh, it's you know, there's still something there, but I, I, it's yeah. more about the feeling that you're kind of left with. Um, but then there are ones that it's like I clearly just didn't have an ending. I just needed to yeah. like just wrap this shit up. I like think, I and I mean, there. firmly <laughs> believe that horror is the only genre that that's okay because it does. That's how you get Halloweens. Yeah. You know, that's that's how you get all the great ones and freddie exactly you leave it a little open-ended and you know that way there is room for a sequel but but in any other genre it's like no man wrap this up Mm. wrap it up i'd say i really like westerns i feel like can do it pretty well where it's you never have that i mean you'll have some kind of clear ending but usually it's like the you know the story keeps rolling off yeah yeah Um, yeah but, it's like every panel ends with Jonah Hex on a horse. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I would, you know, I, I definitely hear what you're saying. I don't know that I would want to see that. in. I mean, unless it was a really, really good science fiction story that yeah, found a way to be kind of clever about it. Yeah. Like, um, Inception was kind of open-ended. In- yeah, no, I was thinking that too. Um, but then I was, I was wondering, is that more like, sci-fi horror because i guess that is kind of horror but i I don't know yeah maybe yeah i hope i didn't just uh oh no make josh quit with the same exception (laughs) (laughs) he's gone (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i don't know next week's gonna be interesting i was about to look at yeah i haven't um, i haven't taken a look at next week's books but I will go to League of Comic Geeks right now. What's going on in Marvel? Uh, right. An interesting thing I saw on Twitter earlier was just a question. If uh, if somebody held you down, gun to your head, and said, read one between Heroes in Crisis and Trial of Magneto, which would you pick? Ooh. 
Um, I haven't read Trial of Magneto, but per, uh, uh, don't bother. Um, uh, well, I, I mean, it would be a very strange scenario where I have a gun to my head and those are my two options. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I missed it. What was the question? Uh, so the thing I saw on Twitter is uh, someone held you down, gun to your head, and said, "Read one of these two: Heroes in Crisis or Trial of Magneto." Which would you pick? Oh Christ! Well, um, Trial of Magneto. Uh, uh, because I haven't read it, I would read Trial of Magneto. Yeah. But if what no, Kurt yeah, says is no, true, I'm probably be trust disappointed. Me. Trust me, it's not. I mean, bad. you know, it if, starts if, fine. If there's a gun to my head, and okay, I got to read this book that I haven't read before, and they'll take the gun away from my head. <laughs> All right. I'll read the book. <laughs> I don't know. I think I, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I might okay. just die. <laughs> um, Trial of Magneto is absolutely horrible, and I've not even read it. I have read articles nonstop about it, and even though it's called Trial of Magneto, he's barely in the book, and it ends up not being a trial at all, right? Yeah. No. It literally... There is basically no resolution for Magneto, save for the fact that they kind of have reconciled Wanda and Magneto as, you know, being family again. But they had already done that in an issue of Swords, so no one cared at that point. So it was like, it was literally empty feelings. It's like you, first of all, you didn't even, you didn't even do anything new. And second, you basically did the lamer version of something that someone else had already done. But right. really, the whole series is it's about Wanda, and it could have been interesting, but it it was not. So, yeah, talk about disappointing. I don't know. I would probably, I would probably take Heroes in Crisis just because at least I could find some entertainment in it. Whereas Trial of Magneto just got boring to a point, and I was like, I don't even want to read this anymore. But at least Heroes in Crisis, there's like there's like some interesting moments in it where I'd be like, yeah, okay. It- Issue by issue, this is m- my reaction to Heroes in Crisis. <laughs> All right, I'll give it a shot. Huh? See, I was like the anti that. I, 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 start, I started. <laughs> I started in such a bad place where I was like, "Oh, fuck this book! Fuck everything!" They killed. You know, I was the typical reactionary. Like they killed my characters that I liked. Screw this. <laughs> Like throw my copy rage. across the room in blind rage, but there did were you? moments and stuff. I did not actually. I did. Really? <laughs> yes, well, there, I, I did. do have I do have a dent on my copy, but it's not because I was pissed at it. I think it just like creased when I was putting it in the sleeve. But um, <laughs> I can I can just say I was so mad I I bent it. Um, <laughs> it happens. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, disappointment. I I got a bail. I I got uh-huh. uh, a schedule leaning over my head here. So it it's been fun. Uh I th- thank you so much for for having me and letting me uh, join in the uh experience. Absolutely, Tom. I don't yes. know why you're not in our here. Yeah. You you need to get in our Discord so you can nerd out with us. Yeah. Uh well, you're you're a co-host now, so you get in yeah, there for free. Right. Everybody Anytime. else has to go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash not a robot podcasts. That is plural. You can make a one-time donation. You can m- make a monthly donation, and you'll get into Discord where we have every single show from Not a Robot Podcast. We've got 
current event shows like the round table. We've got comic shows covering Marvel, DC, and sometimes the indie comics. We've got movie and TV reviews, Star Wars. We've got a horror podcast and video games. Um, the gaming geeks are coming out really soon. So anybody out there that wants to get in, listen to all of our stuff and have access to our exclusive bonus feed that we are loading up right now. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash not robot podcasts. I've memorized that, but send me a link anyway, Rob. Yes, yeah, so please, please join our Discord. It's a lot of fun. Like yeah. Josh is, you know, hyping it up, but it's it's genuine. It is. We'd love it to is. have you there. Good. We just talk cool. about all kinds of comic stuff and, and absolutely. Stuff. Uh, Tom, you're a co-host. You don't have to pay. Yeah, you anytime, are not anytime. a robot family, so we'll get oh, you already in on over there. And uh, for the rest of you listeners, buy us a coffee. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, don't, I don't know. Until I, you I, too become co-hosts. I, I will exactly. say, if we if we do have you on the show, it's going to start to feel a little bit intimidating because our host uh, percentage will now be 50% Canadian. So <laughs> we, we, it's like, yes, it is balanced, but it's starting to get a little bit aggressive. So <laughs> well, I know I right from... now we have a majority over Josh, but don't you, worry, they're on the Canadian show. Aggression. Aggression. fear of Canadian aggression. It's right. just a yeah. little bit extra maple syrup. That's all it is. There it uh, is. Yeah. Well, yeah, who can argue with that? <laughs> and more poor downy music. Right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm, I'm from Michigan. Time. I was raised to not like Canadians because of traffic <laughs> and traffic only. <laughs> you would drive across the bridge, and there, there, there would because you that's, know they, that's they just would... the Winnipeg Canadians, and they <laughs> might as well be Detroit people anyway. Uh, Sarnia, Sarnia. Yes, oh Sarnia, yeah, yeah. Sarnia. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even quite the Winnipegs. They didn't bother me. Just Sarnias. <laughs> Sarnia is 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 where I cross when I'm I'm going 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 down to the states because crossing at Detroit is just a pain in the ass. But you can say that again. Port, Port Huron is 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 lovely. Ish, ish. ish. <laughs> Don't go straight. Don't go left when you come off the bridge. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> just just keep going. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, everybody. I. Think, think it is time to wrap, wrap up the podcast live stream. You don't have to quit just because I'm buggering off. Uh, we've been going for about three and a half hours as oh, it man. is. Yes. And I've got a podcast for horror starting in exactly one, one hour. So uh, we are going to get you into our Discord, Tom, and uh, hook you up with some of our resources as well. And um, with that said... There's only one way we say goodbye around here. Oh, until next time. <laughs> be good to each other. And don't be a robot. I'm mm. not